All right. And we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords podcast, episode number 57. And it's a glorious Easter Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm very excited about our very special guest. We've got Tari VCS, No Man's Sky to Xbox, Sea of Thieves, digital game rentals, maybe some ray tracing to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who's not only a pioneer in the realm of gaming, but whose journey in this industry is one that truly demands tremendous respect. This Lord is a true gamer in every sense of the word, and his passion is always exemplified in everything he does, from his informative podcasts, developer interviews, Let's Plays, and retro recommendations with his amazing team, all done with high-quality production value. Introducing the founder and host of the original Next Level Gaming Podcast, the Lord of Gaming Journalism, E3 Attendances, and our very own Sega brethren at heart, making his long-awaited debut into the realm of the Lords. My man, Lord Stinger, NLG. How are you doing, sir? Oh, my God. How do I follow that? Woo, let's go. Woo. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. You, you, for a minute, man, I said, he's talking about someone else. <laughs> Me. Oh, my God. Guys, this has been, it has been, a long journey to get to the realm and uh, it is an absolute honor and pleasure my my friend absolutely uh, man huge huge fan of you watching nlg I what am, you guys man. do and uh we had to get the treaty of the kingdoms man it, it has arrived indeed i have yeah. i bring i bring many greetings and and uh, easter salutations from my uh from my humble crew no doubt and, uh, and guys this is let me tell you i'm a i'm enormous fans of uh, the Iron Lords as well. You guys are uh, uh, fantastic. I love your show. I love what you guys do. And um, uh, I was very happy to become very quick friends with uh, with all of you. And uh, I am just, I'm absolutely delighted to be here in the realm today. Much, much appreciated. And of course, you are Lord at what you do. So it's only yeah, right that we can show you that proper respect at the round table. <laughs> uh, that that is uh, absolutely mutual respect, my friends. No doubt, absolutely. We got some fun today. We are gonna have a great time. You know it. I've so been looking forward to this for a while. Oh yeah, man. So let's introduce those four horsemen of gaming. I don't know how long we'll have all four, but my co-host with the co-host, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, and the how of the young wolf. My man, Lord Addict, how you doing, sir? Nothing much. Uh... Uh, nice to be here. Uh, I'll probably have to leave in the next five minutes, uh, but I stayed as long as I could. Appreciate you, man. I didn't think we'd get you. I know you got a lot of responsibilities going on. You know what I mean? So we figure, you know, we take what we can get. <laughs> We're glad to have you, man. And of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience and also the Sostradamus. <laughs> Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati himself, my man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? Doing great, man. Doing fantastic. Uh, 
I, I was almost in a an addict's boat as well. But uh, since uh, I couldn't get any gaming on yesterday because wifey was off from work, which I didn't know, so that that like <laughs> my gaming was folded yesterday completely. But Damn. that that earned me a reprieve today. So she she went to mass and whatnot this morning, and she let me be. So. Oh, so you you was almost MIA too? Oh no, no yeah, I was right there. I was on the cusp. He's the responsibility. She, she took mercy. She took pity on me, man. She let me go. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to Lady Sub. God bless her heart. <laughs> no doubt. And of course, we got the incredible Hulk of this, aka the Excess Gamer. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the Tiki Torch Extinguisher. Beloved Lord King, how you doing, sir? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so fantastic. As you know, it was fight night yesterday. All right, gotta so go, you guys. Was <laughs> yes, yes, go, go chase your rabbits and go keep our eggs. Oh, Lord, I didn't gotta go on an Easter bunny hunt. Go catch those eggs. I gotta eggs. go to eat food. I ain't doing the Easter bunny stuff. Go, go get your little basket and go get your chocolates. Yeah, I'm gonna do all that to hear it. Oh, What's a chocolate? Okay. I'm Addy, telling you. Addy, oh, my God. Addy, you're looking for chocolate. Boxing and ray tracing, he was like, I'm out. He's like, I'm done. Yeah. No, just the way he opened that up, I was like, Yeah, this is definitely gonna be long. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but when you went, when they said we only had you for five minutes, I said, Typical. <laughs> he, said, he said that on the boxing segment. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, listen, listen, listen. You know what I noticed? It, it's, it's typical of this generation. Uh, they don't know when to talk, when not to talk. Oh, but I understand. Thank Leave you, the youth sir. alone. Go, go, yeah, go get your chocolates, your sweetness. Go get your sweetness. They got it downstairs for you. What happened in comedy um, sports, sir? Let me tell you, man. Last night, oh boy, I anticipated last night. I don't know why I fell for the crap. I fell for the crap. Uh, Mr. Sensitivity, aka Anthony Joshua, the sweetness of boxing. <laughs> oh man, it was a production last night, fellas. It was such a production for the coronation of the sweet champ, aka sweetness, Anthony Joshua. Um, he fought Joseph Parker. Shout out to the nice guy, Joseph Parker. It was a love fest last night. Really? After every round, they shook hands like a little dab. <laughs> oh, Smiled at each other all the way through. Listen, oh, I like a little meanness in my fighters. I like my fighters to have a little, I'm trying to kill you in here tonight. <laughs> I like my fighters to feel like they want to make sure that you never walk again, fighter. Shout out to the real champ, Delonte Wilder. Mm -hmm. The real champ. The champ that has a mean streak and then he ain't shaking hands with you. When that contract is signed, he's designed to, dis to, to remove your spine out your body like Sub-Zero. <laughs> All right? So I understand why Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn is such afraid of this man, this terrible mm. man that will go in there and rip your head off your shoulder. He's trying to make sure that you're equivalent mess on the mat. Jesus. He wants you to be a highlight film. He's trying to make the ESPN highlight reel when he steps in the ring with you. This is his only goal, like he stated mm -hmm. on, uh, what was it, The Breakfast Club? Yeah. He's trying to catch a body in the ring. 
I'm done. This is what he said. <laughs> yo, done. this is what yo. Shout out to Deontay Wilder. This is exactly what he said. Now, last mm-hmm. night we had sweetness in the ring, mm-hmm. and sweetness. The production was so terrible. You saw the referees were paid off. You saw the judges was paid off. Everything wow. was in a, a fashion to coordinate sweetness over there. Um, I want everybody to understand this is exactly what's going on today. Mm-hmm. Now, we had a little situation on Twitter this week, fellas. <laughs> oh, the church is session. Should we get the church? Everyone come to the church front of the session. Let's get the right, congregation. Let's ring these bells. <laughs> Ding-a-ling-a-ling. I want everybody to come up in, in front of the congregation. And I want y'all to listen up and tune into this. Because last night, this is exactly what this generation is. Sweet. <laughs> but these are older men. Talk to these me. are older men. Mm-hmm. This situation has gotten out of hand, fellas. And I thought I addressed this before. Mm-hmm. But obviously, me addressing the situation does not... Give you insight to my character. My what, character does not go off of. What, what troubles you? What's on your mind? They're clicking up. They're clicking up. Don't hang with him. Don't talk to him mm. because he says some things about him and her. Stop that. I don't come from that. That is not in my DNA. Mm, I don't mm, do mm. secondhand beef and I will not be part of this clicking up thing. Mm. You stop in the bag. You stop in the cash. Mm-hmm. You see, because when everybody's all inclusive, Everybody eats. But when you separate and segregate and you start to talk about people behind back, people's back, how does that make you look? Mm. You are no better than the man that you claim to ostracize. Mm, mm, mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I, I want I, you to understand. Yeah, yeah, finish I up, want you to understand. We used to handle our business in the street. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about fighting. Because none of y'all out here fighting. <laughs> you're dapping up like sweetness last night in Parker. They tweet you. Yeah, all right. So you're not fighting. We used to settle it with quarters. Yeah. When we walked in the arcade, mm-hmm. I had a problem with you. We fought. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. Whatever game. Pick it. Let's fight. Let's go. Shook hands. Had a cupcake or something afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were good. We were good. You that and you man know what? Get chocolate. Now you're talking cupcakes. <laughs> you, know, you understand? Because today is about sweetness. Because we have sweetness on Twitter. I will not ever disrespect our female podcasters by referring to these men as women. Because these women are stronger than men. Mm-mm-mm. Shout Some out to women out here. every... Yeah last Shout out to the woman, woman podcaster woman that is on my team. Mm-hmm. Luca, Lady Bella. Yeah. All these women are strong women that have absolutely no problems online. I actually see a lot of men having problems with them. Mm-mm-mm. And I want to say, you guys are going to have to get it together. Facts. You guys are going to have to get it together. If you have a problem with a man, address that man. Play that mm-hmm. man online. Play mm-hmm. him on the game. Turn it into a sport. Let people see that we can rise above the pettiness because it's petty. petty. Yeah, let me jump in right quick. Because um, yeah, I want to double down on it. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we all have this one single thread that brings us together. And that is gaming. That is what we all enjoy doing. Right. So at the end of the day, this is a hobby. We had to have some fun. And to your comic king, I've definitely seen the, the, the banter on Twitter. I've seen the, the communications. And this is the thing. At the end of the day, the Iowa podcast, we 
respect everybody. You know, if you do your thing and you're a lord in gaming, you're going to be in the round table. And we're going to have some guests that not everybody's going to like. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, what brings us together is the common thread of gaming. We can't lose sight of that. I think that's what's happening right now. People lose sight of that. And it's all this clicking and high school mentality and don't talk to this one and don't talk to that one. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have someone on the show you're not going to like. <laughs> so yep. get used to it <laughs> because we are all gamers. That's what we're here to do. Have some fun. If you know, if that's not your cup of tea, that that guest, hey, maybe we just don't see you that episode, and hopefully you come back. Hopefully you don't even have to get to that. But uh, thank you, Lord King, for the sermon. Any of y'all? Anybody? But, but, uh, let me. I want to triple down on this. First. Triple down, baby. Yeah, because I want I want you to triple down on, and then I want you to explain to them that we're gaming agnostics. We mm. are not conformed to Xbox or any system. Mm. If you have a better version of a game, mm -hmm. best believe I'm buying it. Yeah, it's all. I think what I need to say is just this. We appreciate all the support, all the love that we got from everybody. Facts. On Twitter, on YouTube, everybody who's been on our show, everybody who's liked our show, everybody who's spoken well of us, we completely appreciate that. At the same time, we need everyone to understand that at no point in time, we are all grown-ass men, old grown-ass men. <laughs> we are not grizzled at this point in our lives going to succumb to peer pressure. Like, Facts. this is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's peer pressure. And yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, absolutely. if you listen to anything that we've said over the past year or so or more that we've been, uh, this, this group as a podcast, mm -hmm. and you've heard our stories about how we grew up and where we grew up, mm -hmm. guys, we're here because we didn't succumb to peer pressure. Like if you talk about King, my, you talk about King, myself, and Cognito. Preach. We grew up in the South Bronx, Bronx. in the nineties. Exactly. All this Twitter beefing don't is not serious to us. <laughs> it, it is. I'm trying to catch that accent though. My mother's my mother my mother's from the Bronx. I'm oh, 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 yeah. strong woman, strong woman. Yes. Oh, let me tell you. So, yes, I'll talk about it. So I mean, this stuff is irrelevant because we're here because we didn't succumb to the very easy to succumb to peer pressure of the 90s in New York City, in the Bronx. Like this was grimy. This was mm -hmm. The definition of a hood, the archetype of hood was this. Exactly. And we did something different. We went left with it. And that's why we're here. Thanks. So at no point in time is this stuff going to bother us. Well, um, well, let me let me also, if I might. Go for it. Go for it, Austin. Oh, please. So, Treaty time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, as, as even though I'm not technically the oldest person here, <laughs> I am still... I am still right up there. Uh -huh. And what people have to remember is we were here gaming long before Twitter. Mm. We were here gaming long before Facebook, mm. long before forums, long before these places where people could get on mm. and, and uh, act tough to each other from yep. five, mm. six, seven states away. Keyboard yep. gangsters. Exactly. <laughs> Keyboard using, warriors using is what we call them, right? Using mm -hmm. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We will survive Twitter. So, right. you know, I, I left Twitter. Um, mm -hmm. I, I stopped last week. Mm -hmm. I check it now and again because that's how I, that's how I got, you know, uh, that's how I've been 
communicating with uh, some people I know kind mm -hmm. of in DM. But as far mm -hmm. as the overall gaming Twitter, mm -hmm. I don't need it. I love don't it. Need it. I, I love it. See, I, you know, I the, I can't. I'm 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 of the mind that I have too much going on and not enough time mm. to go through the uh, the the drama and the nonsense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I chose to. I'm choosing to build up a different way. Uh, and you guys, you know, you guys are all part of. Uh, or at least, if you're not invited, Cognito's got to give you the the invite to the disc. You know, we have our own Discord, mm -hmm. and it's invite only. And I, it's just uh, if if you haven't gotten an invite to it, it's for a reason. I either mm -hmm. haven't gotten to you yet, or you're just not what I want. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm of the mind that if I'm going to spend this much time talking to people and mm -hmm. having a good time, I want to talk games. Exactly. I want to talk about I want to talk about what's good going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course, there's there's you know complaints to levy against things we don't like, stuff like right. that. Absolutely. But your opinion should be respected and allowed. And, the, mm -hmm. and when that stops, I ain't got That's anything for you. And, and if and if and if the discussion needs to be had, then the discussion needs to be had. Absolutely. Not going behind people's backs. Not right. not not trying to get people to rally against. XYZ person. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um exactly. one, one other thing I need to add to this. I mean, I know it's Easter Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking at our chat and I'm grateful for everyone who's here. Absolutely. Much appreciated it, on Easter, man. It's not as popping as it normally is. And I'm mm -hmm. I'm gonna attribute it to Easter Sunday right now. Mm -hmm. But if it's not because of that, mm -hmm. um, it's disheartening. It, yeah. it's disheartening, and again, if it's because of that for some people. Oh, we got. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Lawson. I'm gonna quadruple down. We'll finish it up. We'll move on. Um, and we got Lord Addict in the building. I want to comment specifically because of that. Because at the end of the day, that mentality, like you said, that's not what God is here. Like I said, what yeah. brought us all together is gaming. We're having a good time. We're gonna have some fun. That's what it's about. And this whole click mentality stuff. Like truth be told, like Lord Addict, that's my that's my that's my brother from another mother. If I was to apply the same mentality that I see out here in the social media and the Twitter and what's going on. Me and him wouldn't be friends because so many people told me, yo, don't mess with him. <laughs> don't. You know what I'm saying? And that ended up being one of my coolest and best friends ever. No one can tell me. I told you character. don't mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> you a fool. <laughs> but on that note, like I said, I could be able to develop one of the best friendships I've had, you know, over the last two years. And ain't not, nobody going to tell me about that man right there. So you already know what it is, Lord Addict. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to, if you have to make your friendship with somebody else contingent on their friendship with somebody else, oh yeah, facts. Nah, that, that yeah. Then, yeah. then you need to reevaluate what, yeah. what friendship Abs means to you. Absolutely, you need to press the reset button. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah, I'm joking. laughs> <laughs> you know the treaty was finished and signed. We go. <laughs> yes, we go move on. We go get into these games and a lot of fun. So of course it is I. The Shinobi Gaming Ninja himself, Lord Cognito. Okay, you know, wait, time out, time out. Yeah, well, time that's out, what it is, time though. <laughs> you got to add time the self-appointed or self-appointed. All right, let me let me tell you, let me tell you from this day forward that Tiki Torch extinguisher crap that is out of here. All right, so we it's the get money gamer. All right, it's the get money gamer. I got you. I got you. All right, I got you. Get rid of that Tiki Torch crap since we out here naming ourselves. That Tiki Torch stuff is in the toilet bowl. 
Prestige, sir. I'm doing that, though. You have a Man has a black belt in gaming. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the realm of the IOP, not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. So before we get into what the Lords are playing this week, I want to start off with Lord Stinger. His video game system history, his Sega love, his journey in IT, and as a journalist in the video game industry for over 15 years. And of course, what led him to the creation of the amazing NLG podcast. So, Lord Sting, keep talking about someone else's channel. (laughs) I got greatness in the building. We are going to oh my goodness, how you see? Look, man, I don't blush in front of other men, but what are you doing to me? Oh, oh. Oh, God, man, it's, it's the feeling sit. segment. It's the feeling mm. segment, baby. Make a so let's start from man the beginning. Cry up in here, man. Come on. All right. So <laughs> let's start from the beginning, Lost. Oh, let's start God. with the video game systems and the arcade. What, what, where did you start, man? Oh my goodness. So I started probably when I was seven. When mm. uh, so I was born in the seventies. Holla. <laughs> Yeah, some of these babies in the uh, house. Uh, I'm with you. Know. I'm with I mean, you. I started off actually. I started off probably with uh, my father brought home a Vic 21, so Lunar Lander. That was my probably my first game ever. Wow, wow. I played stuff on like TI 99 4A. Mm. Uh, mm. Had a little, had a little um, uh, Pac-Man clone called Munchman. It was exactly <laughs> you know stuff like that. And then um, I had uh, Atari 2600. I grew up on Atari. Atari, mm. not just the twenty six hundred. I've had the Atari computer systems. Mm. I did a lot. Ran a BBS, an old bulletin board system on an Atari. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's, that's some stuff. Very impressive. Wow. Tell you. So, um, this the the my venture into my love of Sega though came by total accident. So really. Yeah, so I had gone through. You know, I had Atari. I had the uh, actually also had an Intellivision, which turned yeah. out to be the the system that I really liked more. Mm-hmm. And I went from there, got a ColecoVision. The ColecoVision Ooh. was unbelievable. To this yeah. day, yeah. to this day, I will still play that because yeah, that was my first just, system too. My dad oh, got me that. That was my cool. first system. Mm-hmm. And then you had the you had the wheel. The first time it was the first real system that had had a that had a steering wheel. Yes. You played didn't turbo it come, on. Didn't it come turbo? Yes. Turbo. Yes. Mm. Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it had the the this to show you how crossplay happened back then. It had an expansion uh, slot on the front that yes. lets you play your Atari twenty six hundred games. Yes. Mm. The expansion slot with the little little lid on. Was it uh, right hand right hand right hand side? Flip yeah. up. Pop it in, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, you Talk you think it. a lot of this stuff happened happened recently, but man, we had voice back in the Intellivision days. We had, you know, we had yeah, voice over IP. Not over IP. It had a little cartridge oh, well, slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Voice. Yes. So, yeah. Seventeen bomber, you know that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. So as we as we as I went on and went on and went on. Mm-hmm. After after Nintendo came out, I really wanted an NES. Really wanted an NES. So Hanukkah rolls around. My father brings home a Sega Genesis. Mm. I was devastated. Why was you devastated? Absolutely devastated because I wanted Nintendo. Want I wanted Nintendo. NES. I wanted Nintendo was the thing. Yeah, I wanted good. Nintendo, and <laughs> so I was just angry. And I was mm. like, you know, I was like, how could you do this to me? <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> I, 
He did because it was like you know it's like it's like you want something and your dad brings home the knockoff. You know right? I got spelled with a zero or something like that. You know. I got back one second. One quick question. I get it because as a kid, I know you wanted what you wanted, but also, wasn't you at least impressed graphically? So, so all right. So let me finish. Hold on. I'll get there. I'll get to my next sentence. Okay, let's go. I, I, my father was like, well, just try it. Mm-hmm. So we, so we did. We hooked it up, got it hooked up, and the pack-in game at that point, gentlemen, was Altered Beast. Altered Beast. <laughs> I turned it on, hit start, heard rise from rise the grave, from the and I was like, whoa! <laughs> Started playing Altered Beast. Woo! I, I forgot Nintendo existed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There was nothing from that point on. That Nintendo could do, <laughs> I was, and and I and and as I got a little older, I worked mm-hmm. for what's now GameStop, used to be called Games and Gadgets, and then mm. called Electronics Boutique. Boutique, yes. Yeah. So yes. I worked there. Mm. You want to talk about the biggest Sega fanboy mm. warrior? <laughs> I would, man, I would get in arguments of you and your Street Fighter. I got Mortal Kombat, bitch. We got to do it. It's the blood. It's the blood. <laughs> you, you spit that white stuff out, man. I'm going to play the real version. And the man, has spread over there. Oh, my <laughs> God. They, the, it was, it was, it was, I was, I was horrible. That's, that's why I hate what's going on now. Cause I remember what it was like being that horrible. Yeah, you know what I mean, but, but <laughs> I, I was so I mean I stay a CD I've mm. got and I still got my collection my 32x collection mm. and then the Saturn and then the Dreamcast mm. and and it I I I sit and, and once in a while just mm. ponder what happened to Sega I know man it's sad what I know happened no. I got the Saturn. I got what happened. You know, I, I understand the mistakes they made with the Saturn because I was in the because I was in retail at the time. I was, you know, I was in that in the sales cycle of that. So I understood. Gotcha. But the Dreamcast was, mm. man. I've, you know, in this day and age, you went from the PS3 making the mistakes that they made to Sony being able to completely bounce back with the PS4. Facts. Sega didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. They brought out a system with the Dreamcast that pioneered so much of what we play today, and they never got the chance to get past that, to get past the Saturn. Yeah. And it's yeah. so sad to see. Yeah, because the oh. system was so – it was such a phenomenal system. There were so many things they did right. And then that – like we, I know we went back and forth on it with Twitter a little bit, but you made me reevaluate that launch lineup was amazing. Like untouched to this day. It mm-hmm. is. And I really – because uh, me and us – okay, let's so, so I, I got to tell them, like, me and us thing was going at it. I was just like – because I was really impressed with the with the Switch lineup. I'm like, yo, they really had a great lineup. And lost things like – Look, I need easy, easy. He was like, he was like the Dreamcast lineup is the goat, and I'm like, I had to rewind. I had to go back in the crates. Like, you have to because you, if when you understand what ready to was, rumble, hydro thunder, soul caliber, soul caliber was in the launch lineup. Lineup. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, you know games that games that you haven't even seen redone by other developers like Power Stone. Mm. Oh, yes. I mean, that game, 
That game was so revolutionary in so many ways. That was Capcom's heyday. You know? Yeah. That, that, that was when they had the mojo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just Skies of Arcadia was a launch yes, title. A launch title. A launch title. Let I mean, ask you this thing. What was was? Let me ask it to the to the round table. Was Crazy Taxi at launch? Yo? No, no, no. It came after. Okay, came I just after. Wondered, okay. I just yeah. The launch sure. lineup. The, I don't think Skies. Games, I don't think Skies was a launch. Title. I think it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Um, um, No, uh, 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 Blue Stinger was the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blue Stinger was launched. Skies came afterwards. Mm -hmm. But these games, see, the reason why these games are so epic is because a lot of these games wait till the install base is built. Mm. Then they come out. Good point. These games, day one games. Because they knew. They needed mm-hmm. it. Yes. The, so the yeah. difference was is they knew they needed they they really soured everybody with the Saturn to the extent that you know KB Toy and Hobby didn't sell it. Yeah. They mm-hmm. needed they needed that launch lineup. But the Facts. thing is, they weren't just thrown together games either. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about NFL 2K. Mm. We're talking about um Blitz. Was, Blitz. <laughs> Blitz was yeah. in that lineup. Sonic Adventure was in that mm-hmm. lineup. Um uh, uh, racing games, you had like uh, it, Tokyo yeah. Extreme Racer, like yep, uh, you had Kart and you had Monaco Grand Prix. Kart, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kart, flag to flag was nothing to sleep on either. I mean, yes. you know, yeah. you had Air Force Delta that was Konami's first, um, you know, shot over it at making something um, to take on uh, uh, air combat. Yeah, air uh, combat. Uh, Ace mm-hmm. Combat, rather. You mm-hmm. had a Mortal Kombat game at launch, and you had Hydro Thunder, which turns yes. out to be a game that, that would launch kind of the, the semi-career one of my more favorite indie developers, Vector Unit. Mm. They, they bought that. They, uh, when Microsoft bought the Hydro Thunder IP mm. from Midway, when mm. Midway tanked, um, they got Vector Unit to make Hydro Thunder Hurricane, which was an Xbox 360 game. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. launched them into Beach Buggy Racing, Riptide mm-hmm. GP, and now they're bringing out another Beach Buggy Racing game. And, and so, you know, these – I'm telling you, man, Sega had such a hand in yes. in what happens – what has happened coming yes. forward. And mm-hmm. people sometimes – because <clears throat> gaming has become so mainstream now mm-hmm. that a lot of young people are gamers that didn't get started – until the PS2, PS3, right. Xbox, Xbox 360. Shout out to and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and and you you don't get a chance sometimes they don't get a chance to, to or or they don't get the opportunity to understand where some of this stuff came from. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't get the chance to understand the first Facts. console that really had a broadband adapter on it. Yes. Was the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Absolutely. What was it? Was it was it 14 I don't remember. Well, there was a 336 uh, was a 56k modem in it, but there was an actual Ethernet broadband adapter that you could yes. pop in. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. You are correct. And it, you're dropping so many uh, so much knowledge bomb. The chat is love you right now, Lost Thing. Oh, uh, you're bringing everybody back <laughs> memory lane. Did anybody pick up Trick Style at launch? Trick Style. Ooh, trick Style, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Trick Style was yeah. awesome. I remember that. <laughs> They had another game, Rippin' Raiders, Rippin' Riders, which was um, yeah. by the same developers of 
now now I'm blanking. Um, Rabbits, I can't remember now. PlayStation had it. They they were it was a PlayStation um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, snowboarding franchise, mm-hmm. and they, cool borders, cool borders, mm-hmm. and the same yeah. folks who made cool borders they couldn't bring cool borders over to the Dreamcast because of the IP, so they made a game called Ribbon Riders, and it was mostly identical. Mm. We had they had stuff like that. Vanishing Point, Will S C Z, Red Dog, see Metropolis Street. Or these guys. Oh man, love that. Metropolis Street Racing. Metropolis yeah. Street Racer. That was the precursor of Project Gotham. The pre- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it is so funny what you're saying, thing because um, in reference to the the importance of that that lineup, you know what Lord King was saying about how like big that Dreamcast lineup was because of what happened with the Saturn. And truth be told, and I'm a Sega kid. Like when Saw and, and King got the sad, I kind of soured. Like I was kind of like, oh, I'm not feeling it. So the Dreamcast was kind of like that reinvigoration that Sega was back. Like and it was like in a big way. And obviously, we cannot forget the shirt that you have on right now. <laughs> yes, I will bring. I'll bring the camera forward a little bit. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Let's talk about yeah, that shit move, baby. Move. <laughs> now, did your life change like like mine oh. did when, when I first saw uh-huh. this title uh-huh. and Ryo was fight, his pops was in the room so, and let me enter? <laughs> what was never, your so so I'll never forget that I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, you got me you got me all set, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I, I actually so let me um let me segue it by saying that my first game journalism job mm-hmm. was actually with a Dreamcast website. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got mm-hmm. out of I got out of working at EB and stuff like that. Kind of got into um, I'm also a musician, so I started working for music shops, mm-hmm. and I ended up making a uh, what turns out to be one of the most interesting choices of my life. I decided to mm-hmm. work for a piano sales shop. Mm-hmm. Well. I can tell you pianos are not an impulse buy. <laughs> and so I could go weeks without seeing a human being. Mm-hmm. So I started bringing my Saturn into the shop and hooking it up to the monitor because I had the ability mm-hmm. to do that. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there playing you know, Sega Rally and stuff like that. And um, they had a 56K modem hooked up to the computer there that mm-hmm. we would use to dial into the main office and whatnot. So I started... I started like looking around the internet for mm-hmm. for Sega information and ran across this guy mm-hmm. who was building a, a site for a new console Sega was working on. Mm-hmm. And so I don't remember how it happened, but I got involved with it and became a writer for this guy, kind of pulling news and things like that. And, and um, then the Dreamcast was officially kind of announced mm-hmm. and at E3 that year they were gonna they were gonna mm-hmm. show it off. So somehow, I found a number for somebody at Sega who got me in touch with Sega's PR company mm-hmm. and got us registered as media for E3 mm. that year, 1998. And mm. it was amazing. I I was young, so I didn't have a family. I didn't have to worry about mm-hmm. leaving kids home. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna jump on a plane and go to <laughs> go to go to this show. <laughs> um, and I remember walking around the Sega booth. And I stopped at this display, mm-hmm. and there was an old man's face on the display. <laughs> and they were manipulating his face 
to make him to make his eyebrows raise, to make him smile, to make him frown, to mm. to manipulate. And it was a concept video for Shenmue. Mm. And I, I must have. It was one of the two times that I've that I've that, that something has stopped me at the Your show tracks in my tracks to just stare at. Mm. I'll give you the other one. You guys will like this. Okay. The next year, right before launch, this it's launch year ninety nine, mm-hmm. and they're showing off the launch lineup mm-hmm. on the screen, mm-hmm. and the screen's up high. So you know you look up, uh, kind of you know you you see them kind of dangling from the from ceiling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking through the booth and and I look up and they're showing off NFL 2K. Mm. <laughs> and the, the quarterback throws the ball. <laughs> and what I'm seeing is the receivers running downfield. Now we've seen this in Madden every year. We've seen, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. I saw the receiver turn his head and turn to catch the ball. Yes. And I stopped. I stopped <laughs> and watched that screen for another 20 minutes. Mm. Going, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I, I, so Shenmue kind of hit me in that same way. Yes. And then as I began to see what this game unfolded, mm. it took over my life while I played it. Yeah, man, it was it was absolutely revolutionary, and like you know, we, we talk about it on many ILPs at nauseum, but people don't realize at that time the things that you're seeing, just the way the first of all, graphically how the game looked. And correct me if I'm wrong, thing was that the AM2 engine that um Yu Suzuki these guys were using? Uh, it, it looked very similar to like uh the Virtual Fighters engine, did but, but refined um, almost in an open world kind of a sense. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I know that AM2 public it developed it. I don't know what engine he used. Honestly, uh, it, it's been so so long. So long. Whatever that engine was, but it was spectacular. And and you had the open world aspect, the the real time aspect. You to go get a job. And yep. then for me, the cherry on the Sunday, I'll never forget. Lord King takes me, shows me where the town arcade is. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. he's like, they're going yeah. there, I'm like, all right. And they, and they have like an, a, a hang on display and a, a space Harry display. Yes. And I'm like, he's like, go ahead. And I'm like, you can play that <laughs> in the game. And I jumped, and they were fully arcade replicated versions, perfect emulations. <laughs> And I'm sitting there and I'm playing hang on and the music comes on and I'm going I'm going crazy. I'm like, I'm literally in the arcade of a game, playing a game. This is ridiculous. The game was was truly ahead of its time. I don't yeah, know yeah. if uh, uh Suzuki San blew the budget. budget <laughs> <laughs> for that game was somewhere somewhere in the 70 mil or something <laughs> like that. It was a crazy budget for that game. Yes. Um, it is not the budget for the current game. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, I it, it, There are games that are special. That is a special game. And I love to see a lot of folks who are looking for remasters of those and who are, who are looking at... Um, at the third one, mm-hmm. because it it shows that there's still mm-hmm. some passion for that series yes. and for what 
Yu Suzuki and Masahiro Yoshimoto put into that game. It's not just that, man. The soundtrack. Soundtrack. The soundtrack yep. was that was a that was um uh uh it was a uh, that was a Yuzo Koshiro, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I mean, those yes. just you know it it brought you, the game brought you into In. the world. Mm-hmm. Like games didn't do in that day and age. We were intrigued because everybody had driving theater on Saturday on Channel 5. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shaw Brothers, shout out to the Shaw Brothers, mm-hmm. Run Shaw and Run Me Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, who brought us these wonderful movies like Five Deadly Venoms. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, Classic. Uh, the, yeah. The, the Iron Fist and oh. stuff like that. So these movies, mm-hmm. The Kid with Golden Arms, these movies were our way into uh, the Orient. Okay, so now they brought us a game where yes. we actually was running around yes. in, 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 in the Orient and the mm-hmm. karate, the quick time events, the, the everything about that game was so rich. It was beautiful. And it, and it also gave us another avenue into what a culture that was mystifying us, but mm-hmm. also uh, bringing us up and it harkened over to our childhood. So that's mm-hmm. why I really believe that game was so huge is because it gave us a peek into what we was most curious about and yes. what we really wanted to be about. And mm-hmm. it was great and it was done perfectly. Yeah, From that's a good point, Kay. To the graphics. Yeah, yeah that's a good point, Kay. It, it definitely opened mm-hmm. us up to uh, Eastern culture and just like, it just it was just so well done man it it truly was ahead of its time and it's good to see that you know hopefully this remaster i mean hopefully the remasters come out before the new one that would be great think the new one's ever coming out i know right <laughs> <laughs> at this point we got to see what's going on with the kickstarter oh yeah but... with those faces that they were showing well so all right so i mean i joke but they do have a publisher. So, I mean, Deep yes. Silver is publishing it, yes. who's now, of course, owned by THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic. So I, I'm, I'm confident the game is going to get um, an influx of, of the money it needs to finish. There's no way they're going to let this What happened to all like, Kickstarter cash? I, it thought, wasn't... I, thought they blew, I thought it blew up off the Kickstarter. They do, but when you have, <laughs> when the original game... When the original game has has a seventy million dollar budget, mm-hmm. and this game has a six million dollar budget, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's, you know, the, he had to, he had to mm-hmm. do crowdfunding you know, afterwards least, and stuff too. At least mm-hmm. fifty million of that money was spent on partying. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> You're out of control. So moving on. So we know about the I will level. say that that the the my first memory of meeting Peter Moore Talk was, to me. at, was at a a an E3 party that Sega Sega knew how to do that stuff up. Yes. They, they rented out they rented out a, a an industrial complex and had girders and all this stuff in this big giant screen where they had I can't remember who the basketball player was who was playing NBA 2K and all that stuff. And I'm telling you, man, he's he's up on a girder. <laughs> Peter Moore, a young Peter Moore, that and that <laughs> one of my. Let, let me tell you, one of my absolute favorites Wait. in the industry. Oh, let me tell you, it's funny you said that. I, that's how me and you. I know you're my brother from another mother too, so thing because. Tell me this. Tell me that Peter Moore 
understood how to present, how to make it an event, a show. His enthusiasm was oh. so evident in everything he did and it was just cool to see even from the sega transition to the xbox transition he even talked about it. he was just like hey man you know i had a, the rivalry against the playstation because what they did to my yeah. beloved Dreamcast, yeah absolutely know? he stood up on this girder on mm -hmm. a girder with no protection nothing underneath of him <laughs> yelling to the crowd we are gonna kick Sony's ass, <laughs> and, the, uh, and the crowd went berserk because, of course, you know it's we're all Sega fans. We're all there of for course. you know, and but this was the mentality. This was the guy who rolled. Who this is the guy who who knew so much mm -hmm. that people wanted a Halo Two release date yes. that he had that thing tattooed. Tattooed on the and when and 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 I I've got a picture of it somewhere that I got to go find where he rolled his sleeve up and he yes. and man was not badly built, you know. <laughs> and there there it is. And for a long time, people have speculated whether or not it's it's real or not because the following year for Xbox, he rolled up his other sleeve and he had a Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. That one was you could tell that one was totally fake. Yeah. It, now that he works for Liverpool, uh, Liverpool Football Club, I yes. think I think it's okay if everybody knows that that Halo tattoo is real. Really? I have seen, I have seen it up close. I did not know that. Yep. Was so yeah, Peter, always one, yeah, one of the reasons that uh, that I had so much respect for Peter Moore is not only did he understand what was needed to get third parties mm -hmm. to 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 Sega and to xbox and mm -hmm. to get you know ea kind of where they were going before he left mm -hmm. but he knew he knew how to how to deal with people mm -hmm. and one of the things that i will always take away from my time going to e3 every year and 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 you know kind of being in that 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 um industry is i you know you never have fun at E3 mm -hmm. if you're a journalist. You just don't. You're you're, you're you're meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. I don't think I ever spent more than ten or fifteen minutes actually playing a game, um, mm -hmm. playing games on the floor. Mm -hmm. I was it was it was always on the go, on the go. Mm -hmm. And these guys too. You know, it's not just us as journalists. These executives got to meet with us. They've got to meet with retail. They've got to meet with a, a ton of different people. Mm -hmm. So. I would always be up in the Microsoft booth, getting ready for my meeting, talking to my to my rep. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to my man uh, Arnie Meyer, who, by the way, now is PR uh, the PR head for Naughty Dog. Oh. Um, also, a fantastic human being. Wow. He's kind of one of the reasons that NLG even exists. To be quite honest with you, so um, it's one of the reasons I that I have a lot of, of respect and love for Microsoft. Mm -hmm. They are a big reason that I was able to to do what I was able to do. Um, so, you know, Peter Moore would always be floating around because he's got tons of meetings, things like that. There was not a year gone by where he didn't walk up to me, even if it was just for a second, knew he had to go somewhere else, said, hey, Mike, how you doing? How's the family? Shook hands. Hope everything's well. Hey, man, I got to run, but I just wanted to stop and say hello. Oh. That is who Peter Moore was. And oh. I, I – that that – that's what a that's what a leader does. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, man. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, 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 you're taking us back, and, and and completely. I mean, I'm a huge Peter Moore fan. You know, a lot of a lot of IP know, and uh, it was just good to see that aggressiveness translate. His passion always translated, and those are good times, man. To say good times through uh-huh. the Xbox uh, early OG Xbox era and stuff like that, and then 360. Really, really cool stuff to see, and, and just to see that aggressive. And a lot of people who, who are Xbox fans kind of miss that sometimes. Like they kind of miss that that aggression and that that love. You know what I'm saying? So it's good, there's good a reason. Ju- there's a reason that man, wherever that man went, that yeah. company he was with succeeded. Absolutely. Whether it was, whether it was that or before that when he was mm-hmm. in Reebok, yes, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, he mm-hmm. he guided EA into a pretty good spot. Yes. Um. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. not. Not in the greatest spot at the moment, but he's not there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. After yeah. the after that, I would just want to transition you now as far as the the industry. I know you you've been in the game for some time, Sting. So like, you, what was the start for the transition of it now becoming a hobby, something a passion that you love playing these games to actually getting your foot in the industry and as a journalist? It had to have been E three. Gotcha. Just and, and understanding that. When I talk to people uh, about you know the games and the gaming industry, that they when I was a writer for for Dreamcast HQ, mm-hmm. um, Sega took us seriously. There weren't many sites out there that were covering the Dreamcast, and mm-hmm. and you know there really wasn't a proliferation yet of um, the big sites. You know that we were mm-hmm. still in we were still in sort of kind of a transition out of the magazine era. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, when, when Sega decided to stop making the Dreamcast, it was a, I had one of two ways I could go. I could just be done, get back to, you know, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, or I felt like we had made some tra- I'd made some traction. I had friends in the industry that I was making Mm-hmm. Why not make a go at a multi-platform site? If Sega's going to do it, why couldn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, a couple of guys um, that I had met on Dreamcast HQ, mm-hmm. I broached the subject of, hey, why don't we, why don't we take a shot at, um, uh, at, at, at creating a, a site that will just cover every place Sega's going? Mm-hmm. So they're gonna they're gonna put their stuff on the Xbox. They're gonna put their stuff on the PlayStation. They're gonna put their stuff on on Nintendo's console. Mm-hmm. Why don't we uh, why don't we move along with it? Gotcha. And, that evolution. Yeah, and so um, I, I there was a uh, a guy overseas that helped kind of design the first site. Mm-hmm. Um, wrote kind of a back end for us. We started populating information, and all of a sudden, people started actually coming to it, mm. and. We still had great ties with Sega, so Sega was still sending us nice product, mm-hmm. and we we incorporated, which was one of the big things you had to do to go to E3. If you wanted to be in E3, the it wasn't quite as tough as like getting into packs now. Right. Like, to, to get into packs, you have to basically forego oh, yeah. your, your firstborn uh, <laughs> to, to yeah, get into packs media. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. That's why I'm excited for you that you did that. Mm-hmm. Tick is going to PAX, man. I, I, I live see, I live vicariously through half a tick. <laughs> <laughs> through you guys, through Sam, through Iron, to, uh, Sam. To, to Anchorman. I live through you guys because mm-hmm. what you guys do 
is the right way. And what you guys do is is like Sam. I've watched. I've read some of his. Oh, he's his a beast. reviews. Lord editor. That's what I call him. Lord editor. He's a beast. And he, yeah, he he reminds me of the way I used to write. Mm. And I just I can't I cannot speak highly enough of that man and Absolutely. what and what he is doing. So great. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, we went through a period where we were growing and and companies were starting to. Pay attention to us. Nice. Um, and then we got in with uh, UGO Networks, became mm-hmm. an affiliate. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, Microsoft and Sony began to really pay attention to us, mm. uh, which is why I credit, you know, there was, a, there was also the second time I met um, Peter Moore was at a mm. launch, uh, an, e- uh, an Xbox 360 launch in New York. We went up, a bunch of us went up. Met my rep, sat down, played some games, had uh, actually had dinner with Peter, nice. and I talked. And and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm getting a form in the mail for for uh, debug Xbox, which at the time was how you did mm. uh, preview stuff. They send you gold, you know, they send you these red discs and green discs. Gotcha. And yep. you had. Uh, I still have it. I still have the debugs and never sent it back and I never asked for it. Uh, <laughs> I can't use it because it's, it's totally unusable, but right. I have it as a memento. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, and, and I'm like, guys, we're, we're going to be previewing games. Yeah. And once that happened, EA and Konami and Capcom and these guys are like, Flood Oh, you gates. have a, right. You have a debug unit. Oh, great. Because it's cheaper to send you review code and to send you a review product. And I'm like, I don't care. So, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. and then what, and then we went to Sony and said, Hey guys, look, we're previewing uh, Xbox stuff. We're multi-platform. We want to preview your stuff too. And it took them knowing that we, that that was happening for them to go, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, <laughs> The only the only company who has always sucked with PR is Nintendo. Oh, they've never, <laughs> never, never, never been changed. able to. Yeah, Golan Harris. I still wake up in a cold sweat here in that. <laughs> but um, you know, I, and I credit I credit Microsoft for us surviving against IGN, GameSpot. I mean, those were the those were mm-hmm. the, the 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 big titans at the time, right. and. We held our own for many years against them. Obviously, right. you know they were the kings of the castles, but we were pulling in one to two million uh, mm. a month. Mm. Talk them numbers. I, <laughs> I well back then you needed it. That's yeah. what you had. To, you yeah. know now it's all about subscribers and views and stuff. Back then it was how many people hit your site. Yeah. Um. And nice. we had some because of that. We had some really good experiences. I. You know, I love reminiscing about what's happened to me in the gaming industry because mm-hmm. um, it's it, there are things that that I get to pass down to my kids. There's things that that I'm proud of that mm-hmm. that we used to do back before all this nonsense and Twitter mm-hmm. and bullshit. You know, I've got I've got I've got two box quotes to my name. Mm-hmm. I've got um, I've got interviews with the remember remember. Dan Stevens and Peter O'Keefe from the NFL yes. today. Wow, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, a great interview with them that I did. I got to talk to people I never would have talked to, and something mm-hmm. that I will never forget in my life. I'm a, I'm a relief pitcher for an unlockable game in MLB 2K7. I mean, these are the <laughs> things that 
Read my mind. I was just about to ask because I heard rumors that you were in a game, and I yeah. wanted to know what game you I were in. I am in. So it, it, the story goes. I'll make this very quick because we haven't even gotten to our topics yet. Get the topics. I, I, I love you guys. Seriously, um, I I I got so close to to my friends at two K at two K and the two K Sports two K games. My rep called me one day and says, I can't tell you why. I just need you to I just there's something I need from you and I need you to say yes. And I said, well what? <laughs> and he said, I I dude, please don't make me tell you. Just tell me it's okay to do it. And I'm like, oh come on, man. So I said, all right, fine. So he said so he must have pulled a picture of me from somewhere and and later on, he never mentioned it for like a, a half a year or so. Wow. And next thing you know, um, MLB 2K comes out, uh, mm-hmm. 2K7 comes out. He sends Lord me a re- favorite. It's one of the best. It, I mean, I'm not saying it because I'm in it. It's one of the best. Uh, <laughs> he, he, I, get, I get a review copy and, and a note. Mm-hmm. And, and it says, Mike, I need you to put this code in. Mm-hmm. Unlock everything. And I need you to go to the 1988 um, L.A. Dodgers, mm-hmm. and I need you to play a game with them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, fine. So I fired it up, mm-hmm. unlocked it, and I'm I'm picking my team. I get to the pitchers, mm-hmm. and I called him. And I said, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he just started to laugh, and he said, surprise. And I'm like, oh, my. I said, you are you kidding me? He said, nice. oh, play it. So don't just don't just look play it. And, it and it had like a it didn't have my exact picture but it had a um i'm looking for it on facebook while i'm talking uh-huh. um it it had a like a likeness to me nice. beard and every you know goatee nice. and everything and he's like no no no, no. <laughs> no keep going mm-hmm. so i uh, so i picked him as a starting pitcher even though i had apparently i have no stamina so that's the that's the only that's the only downside of it. So sovereign, my, man. If you if you want to check it out, it's fine, but don't don't start me because <laughs> I, I might I might not get past the third inning. Um, oh so, man, that's awesome. So I started the game, and as I'm playing, mm-hmm. when it, when when I'm when I hit the mound, mm-hmm. and John Miller says my name, Woo! I put the controller down, and and when I went to Maybe. bat. And the and the 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 stadium announcer and it says my name correctly. It's not even. I mean, it's like it, somebody somebody told them what my name was and mm. and John Miller and the stadium announcer say my name and I'm I'm like I was so overwhelmed. Like that's, that's dope. It, that's is, it is something. And in case anybody you know wants to try to find it themselves it doesn't matter which platform it's on so mm. it's not like a downloadable um which year which year is it which which one it's 2k7 2k7 okay for either ps how many copies did you purchase i only have the one i only have the one, I have the one. Um, I you think have, i would have the one that he owns yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have probably five million copies of that game, and every year I will give them out on my birthday. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> with the at the time, I mean, honestly, I was so overwhelmed with um, with gratitude. I mean, I just it was it was nothing that I felt like I deserved. I you know I was like I'm just doing my job. He's like, well, you are, you know, he's like, he's you. You 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 
do such a good job that this is what we wanted to do for you. That's awesome. And I'm like, I, I just, I was like, dude, I don't deserve this. That's awesome. I mean, it's just, I, I, I was you were so immortalized, man. You were immortalized. They as soon as I find it, I'll share. As soon as I find it, I'll Please share the screen. No doubt. I just, I, you know, so those are those are memories that I've had. I've, I've had great memories of. Of, of interviews with people. I've actually mm. met the guy who was the voice of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I, I saw a <laughs> picture. He's yeah, got some great pictures on Twitter too. Yeah, I, 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 um, you know, I've, I've just, those mm. are the things that I remember, and it all culminated around, you know, I had a, I had a mentality of, um, you be fair, mm-hmm. you be objective. Excellent. You know, nowadays, and. and and this is what this is what has always this is what's troubled me about the about the gaming journalism of today is everybody has to write their news and then put some sort of commentary on it mm. um, from their point of view or their you know their personal you know when we um, when we wrote a news article mm-hmm. I damn near just cut and pasted the the press release mm. because all I wanted to do was show the person. Or the, whoever was watching, I just wanted to show them what the company had to say and let them make up their own mind as to how they felt about it. Now, obviously, I reviewed games, so I had, I had a, 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 a subjectivity to that. Of course, you, you when you're reviewing games, that that is one thing that that you can't do semi-objective. You know, right, there's going to be some opinion. But in that. when you are reporting the news, that is what you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. that's what I like about that's what I like about Sam, and mm-hmm. and what Tick is doing is you can just report it and let people decide for themselves how mm-hmm. they feel about it, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. That's for the person to interpret on their own. Facts. You know, it's all, and, and so I that's that's something I always espouse to, and maybe that maybe that's what mm-hmm. garnered so much of that from companies is that I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way to. To, to trash something or to mm-hmm. you know or, or to be super negative right I just yeah. couldn't do it couldn't if, do if it. it was if it was negative stuff I report here it is I reported about it mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't put my spin on it objectivity man that's what it's all about at the end of the day Completed. and when I and when I've seen people say you know objectivity is you know you, you there's no such thing or there's no yeah um, i've seen you know, that from certain views <laughs> i i wholly reject that mm. all right so here you go so i don't know where he got this picture from but it does have the goat and the and the mustache let's see it all right you have to click on me there because i'm sharing all right give me a second <laughs> click on you right now all right. you should see it Oh yeah! <laughs> 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 All right, okay, I see it. Woo, the number twenty. Yep. Fire. Okay. I, Wait, it's one of my prides and joys. Nice. I remember that whole UI too. Look at the UI. Yeah, so oh, wasn't two K seven the one with the crazy wind effects? Like they, like the the jerseys would blow in the wind, and we all lost our mind over that. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> well, no. Well, see that start, and that started. That started mm-hmm. with NBA. Remember the yes. whole. Yeah. Remember the whole. You could. You could. You know, the jerseys moved independently of the bodies. Mm-hmm. That's where all that started from. Absolutely, great memories, man. Oh uh, man, we could talk for for hours. We'll I know, man. 
I, I, see, this is what happens. This happens every time I come on a show. It's a three to four hour show. It's, it's so good. We we go we go we go power through. We go fast. I just got one. That's back. That's one, back. One, that battery was about to hit a home run. You know, that's fine. That's no, fine, no. Fastback. I hear you. <laughs> fastback, <laughs> two more questions. Quick questions. We'll power through. And we'll get to the show. Now, the other All question right. I have for you was reference to um, obviously NLG and um, yep. the creation of those guys. Your crew. You got Crazy Wong, HTK. Was it Viper Strike? Yep. And was it Natty? Natty Red Gals. Natty Red Gals. Yes, yes. So, just what then led after the? I mean, you're still doing the site and everything, but then what led to the actual podcast creation? So, I retired from the site in 2007 when my first, uh, my oldest son um, mm-hmm. got a little too old and needed a little too much attention for me to do a full time job plus a website. So, mm-hmm. I gave it up. Still played a bit. Then I kind of got out of gaming for a for a bit, um, for about two years. 2013 rolls around, and Microsoft and Sony are, are getting ready to debut new consoles. Mm-hmm. And I started to get a little little interested. I'm like, you know, I, it's been a while. I busted out my 360, busted out my PS3, mm-hmm. got back, got myself back into it, mm-hmm. and then thought to myself, well. You know, what if I brought NLG back? What if I brought the brand back? What if I did something with it? And so I got with a couple of my original writers from from the site and said, well, what do we want to do? And they're like, well, I, mean, I can't do a site anymore. I mean, we can't put that much time into it. But I see all these other people doing YouTube videos and podcasts. Why don't we try like a weekly podcast? We'll, we'll record it. I'll edit it. Um, we'll, you know – we started out doing like Skype, but nice. I would, but I recorded it, mm-hmm. and then we, I, I edited it, cleaned it up, um, and then put it out on YouTube. Gotcha. After a couple of weeks, they couldn't do it because li- you know, their lives were a little too busy. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of like this. So I started getting, you know, some people in and out, and then about two years ago, um. Uh, I had a, a f- unfortunate falling out with one of my longtime friends who was also mm-hmm. podcasting with us. Mm-hmm. And so I was almost close to doing the show by myself. Mm-hmm. And Frankie Aller, who's Viper Strike from Short Paws Gaming, mm-hmm. um, said, No, nah, man. Oh, shout out to Short Paws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, No, nah, man, I'll, I'll come in and do a couple shows with you and, mm-hmm. and help you out. Um, so he came on, we did a couple of shows and he like really enjoyed himself. So from there, um, HTK, Peter, and, uh, I had another J- uh, gentleman, Jason, mm-hmm. they were in our chat mm-hmm. and they were like, Hey man, come guest on your show. And so I had Peter on, I had Jason on, and Peter's been on now for two, two and a, almost two and a half years. It'll be th- actually at, at E3, this E3, I think he will have been on three years. I think oh, um, and so Frankie, I, you know, when, when I, when I lost my friend mm-hmm. and, and I, and I lost my, my host, mm-hmm. I almost shut it down. I was like, I can't do that. And I, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, I was like really upset and Frankie kind of saved me. Like I credit Frankie for, for literally the reason that, that, the, the, that, strike, man. that the, the podcast is alive today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Juan came along. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, his passion was he loved retro stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, yeah, so, I see it. I see it with the, yeah, it's yeah. classic so, stuff. He had, you know, um, yeah, he's our look. He's, he had Tekken he's, one he's, on recently. With, I was lost. With, you know, he, he is our. He's you know, Peter and Frankie and I are all multiplat guys. Um, he's our semi multiplat guy. He's our Xbox guy. There's no doubt about it. He's our Xbox guy. Um, he owns a Switch. He loves his Switch, but he loves mm-hmm. his Xbox. Um, nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, you know, but he also has this love of retro gaming. So, mm. you know, we were trying to think of things to do because everybody comes on and talks and, and does stuff. And we just didn't want to be another talking podcast where, where we're in a, uh, we're a, a little fish in a big bowl. So we're like, well, man, what can we do that's a little different? He said, well, I could, I could bring up a retro game and we could talk about it. And I'm like, Wow. That sounds like a great idea. We'll call it Juan's Retro Recommendation. And that started, he's, this is, um, I think he is on our nearly, if it's not our 40th, he's coming up on our 40th Retro Rec, um, the next podcast. And um, it ranges anything from PlayStation 1 to um, Xbox, uh, Genesis, Super Nintendo, um, Mm. NES. Yeah, he's got a wide variety. I, I watch yeah. him, and I'm like, wow, he's taking it back. Like I said, he had the original Tekken for the uh, PS1 on yes, it. I was did. losing my mind. He had the original. <laughs> he also he had the original Tekken. He had the original Gran Turismo. Yes. Um, you know, I know he's a Forza guy now, but back then he was mm. a big Gran Turismo. Oh, yeah, guy. Turismo was the wave back then. Yeah, yeah Everybody was a Gran Turismo fan. I remember mm. when oh, he was yeah. photorealistic. Yeah. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I had to pull myself away from Sega GT long enough to play Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> but you know these guys, these guys bring um, mm-hmm. they bring variety. Mm-hmm. They bring an ability to uh, they bring knowledge, and that's yes. what I like. You know, I, I, I it, it's amazing to me the some of the knowledge that that they have mm-hmm. and what they can what they can bring to to the gamers mm-hmm. as far as information goes Absolutely. um you know we all we all debate once in a while too there are things that i don't often you know there's times when i disagree with these guys they disagree with me and we have some great debates some great discussions yeah, sounds um, like ilp <laughs> Yeah, I just you know uh, we're just we're, we're just not as smooth as you guys. That's all it is. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna play this I'm gonna play this thing back like seven or eight times to try to figure out how to make my intros as smooth as this. Because I, hi everybody, welcome to Regal Jungle Gaming. And uh, I listen to this and I'm like, oh my god, I am as white as the driven snow. So I am I, but you know, in all seriousness, these guys bring with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, different, different skill set, different knowledge oh. base, and but they all have gaming passion. Passion, you see it, yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely. love that. And we pride ourselves on making sure that we mm-hmm. stay focused on games. We stay focused on the industry. Mm-hmm. We we don't. <sighs> I say this politely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we try to say like, like even at the you know there were earlier times when you know a guest or two would name drop someone and I'd hit him in and say hey man we don't do that here you know and and so it's just we take the we take enough pride in what we do that um, we want to we want to be 
We want to be the group you come to when you want to get away from that. Like ILP. Facts. We want to get away Facts. from that stuff. You come to ILP. You yep. come to Tick. You come to NLG. It's the, as I call it, the three-letter podcast. <laughs> you know, That's what um, it's about. You're making a good point because yeah. at the end of the day, when, when I when I use the figurative term, the realm, it's like you said, it's, it's the escape from all the outside noise of the world. And yep. that's what King knows, Soft knows, Act knows. Like everyone's got so much going on in our life. And ILP is just a reflection of the Saturdays that we used to have in the house. And it was that just all, awesome. yeah, all our friends. It was just gaming. It was just fun. That's all it was about. And you got to get away from your normal drama of life. Well, and that's, that's right. what it was and, about. And one, one of the things we did um, at the beginning of the year is we made the conscious decision to move ourselves from YouTube to Twitch mm-hmm. um, for two reasons. Number one, we found the quality of video on Twitch because we do a Skype and a, and an XSplit um, broadcast. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I'm humbled. Uh, I was humbled earlier when you talked about our production value. It's mm-hmm. not nearly what I've seen other people do, but we take a lot of pride in, in how we're, developing our our site and how we're doing video and giving Juan his space for his retro rec so that it it looks professional right. and twitch gives us so much better video quality than youtube but it mm-hmm. also puts us in front of a different audience it puts us yes. in front of people who are streaming games who are playing games who i want to come see us to see a gaming show not a not a bitch fest with seven people <laughs> yelling at each other right. and talking about how, you know, console X sucks and this person sucks and this guy is a horrible person. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't, I can't do it, and I don't have the time or the or the patience for it. So hey, going man. to going to Twitch, um, being here in the realm, you know, these are the places I want to be. This is this is my this is where this is where my gaming life is. Much appreciated. We're glad to have you, man. It's long overdue. Long, long overdue. overdue. Just hearing those those that history was a lot of feels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Took I'm it back, right man. Now. I'm having it right now. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's it, man. We're gonna get into these topics and get in these games and all that stuff real quick. Um, Lord Soft, Lord King, what have you guys been playing this week? Are you guys gonna touch anything this week specifically? Let's start with Lord Soft. I mean, I, I've been working crazy, so I couldn't play a way out with King. Couldn't play any Sea of Thieves. Um, like, yesterday was my plan to play, and like I said, wife, we folded that. So that was that for this week. Um, <laughs> the only thing I managed to download was Punch Out on the Switch. I got to play. Yeah, I saw it on the eShop. I was I gonna ask you about that, Lord Saul. I'm surprised Nintendo allowed that. Yeah, I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this this is the, the one. one. Right, it hasn't really been reproduced anywhere. Um, and you know, so it's old school punch out. I don't know if they plan to add it or if it has at this point that the online functionality they were talking about with all their games, right? Uh, like the, the, all this stuff that's going to be rolled into the service. So, I yeah. all I've done was play a little bit. And mm-hmm. old school punch out reminds me more of like super punch out than it does like my Tyson yes, punch out. I agree. Um, you know, you have the the wireframe incredible Hulk character that you play, yes, <laughs> no um, little Mac. Yeah, and it's different. Like, the game feels different. It's not as much about the boxing technique as it is about finding patterns and, like, getting your super up so you can just bash them, you know, with the super punches and whatnot. So it's just it's cool to play because I have a lot of memories playing that game. Um, there's, a, there's a store, like, right down the street from where I grew up that I used to go in all the time to play. And it was, like, it wasn't a quarter. I think it was, like, 50 or 75. Yeah, that was an expensive yeah. one. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. it's just cool to have it on the go. So that, that's it. Um, and bad dudes, I think, got 
delayed. So they yeah. delayed they delayed a thirty five year old game. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, bad dude like bad dudes versus yes. Dragon Ninja. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's on oh. the Nintendo eShop. No yeah. kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh. Absolutely, Lord King. What have you been playing this week? <laughs> PUBG. PUBG. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> nah, no, no, but listen. I, I, I play. I played um some Doom. Um, mm-hmm. the check the patch. Oh, I played I also um the well the Doom. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. A shout out to Lord Kratos. Uh, mm-hmm. a week before. I was playing Doom, and I was like, man, it'd be crazy if they could get this up to the 4K, because it looked like Vaseline was smeared on my screen. And, um, I was like, man, I said, this this thing will look really good like my, on my PC. Are so you playing man. Switch version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. No, no. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I don't even know why you brought that up. But, um, <laughs> so, I'm playing it, and I'm like, wow, it would be great. And then, lo and behold, like, they, like, announced it, like, three days later that the patch was coming out. And then it was coming out the next week. So, I was really looking forward to that. And then, um... I played a little bit of uh, what was that? Um, Call of Duty. It was the new downloadable. It, it, uh, go, uh, one of those ones that my boy Mason is always bothering me to play. It became backwardly compatible. Shout out to Kratos again uh, for the backwardly compatible. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I played it on backwardly compatible. And I'm loving the fact that, you know, Microsoft has allowed me to play current gen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a past generation and these future games that are coming out that are 4K, you know, 60 frames per second. And I'm just loving the whole ecosphere of what's going on right now that your dollar is really stretching. It's like really stretching. My buck has went such a long way that I don't have to go buy a game like you just said, um, Bad Dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be crazy if they were like, oh, Bad Dudes is backwardly compatible, just go inside the shop and just play it. And then I, would, I, was just, I was just, it was just blowing my mind this week that I was playing such a wide variety of games from so many different eras. So Absolutely, man. Good time. Good time. Real quick before we go on, I, this morning I was able to play a little bit of something, right? So... I had the yeah yeah Lord Lord Shallow just consumed me. And I, <laughs> I was but trying to hold off. I was trying to hold off. But you did. I, I saw the digital foundry breakdown. I had to pick up Far Cry Five. I had to. Yo, shout out to Citizen. <laughs> <Shadow. laughs> Based like, on Yo, that man. alone, alone. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to play through the intro, mm-hmm. just the intro part. When I tell you that that game, 4K HDR. Oh my lord! The things they've done with that engine, like I'm sure, I'm sure, like on the PC side, it, it's ridiculous. But remember, on the PC, you're not gonna find HDR. You're, you, it's gonna be difficult yep. to get HDR on a PC with a PC monitor. So the HDR is, is always gonna be the game changer. Mm-hmm. On a 4K HDR TV, that game looks absolutely spectacular. That's what like, I'm hearing, man. It runs beautifully. Like all the foliage, like it really has me excited for Red Dead. Honestly, like what Red Dead's gonna do. These two games are absolutely ridiculous. Um, mm. 
So okay. definitely it's are in the midst of Lord Shallow right there. You yeah, just no. said I just I just paid sixty four dollars yes, for I this did. wonderful game. <laughs> and I saw the tree and I said I can't wait for the next sixty four dollars. What the hell? Lord Shallow consumed me, baby. Listen, man. I, that, that was the main reason, so I couldn't do the um. I mean, what when you're you talking about the, the the Doom thing, like I could I couldn't do the Doom on the Switch because I was I knew that patch was coming, and now I'm hearing about the Far Cry, and I'm like, oh man. But shout out to Sinister, he was like, don't worry, I'm doing my due diligence on the game shit. I got you, and I saw Far Cry pop up, so I said, yes. Oh really? Oh okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I got a chance to get a chance to touch it. So yeah, man. Yeah, for me, it's just been pretty much um. I know if you follow my timeline, I, I finally finished XCOM two. Oh my god, fantastic, fantastic! That's my favorite GTA like RTS of all time, man. Like, I love me some XCOM. So the and the ending was great. Love the new factions, new systems. They opened the door for XCOM three. Maryland, uh, Maryland developers represent. Oh yeah, oh oh, that's that's Maryland. <laughs> that's Paraxis. That's down Paraxis, the street from me. Yeah. Okay, that's. I up. actually you'll love you'll love this that you liked XCOM. Love it. So, uh, I recently did a, a community theater production of The Music Man, mm-hmm. and the head guy, the guy who played the lead role, worked on that game. Mm. They have a they have a game coming. He wasn't allowed to tell me about. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we have to talk offline about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't get any info from him. Okay, okay, all right. But that's good though. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? That's my game, man. I had so much fun with that. Obviously, I do some uh, shout out to the uh, fast update has arrived for Destiny 2. We got Flashpoint number 10 out there on the ILP channel. You can check that out with the with the intense breakdown with Lordy Bontis. So having fun, baby steps in the right direction. And I just want to shout out, I want to do a quick indie spotlight shout out to my guys, to my Polish lords over at Tate Media. They sent me a review copy of uh, Urban Trial Playground. For the Nintendo Switch. And um, yo, Solve, you know what it reminds me of? And King also remember this too. Remember California games for the Atari Lynx? Oh my God, I love that game. Remember that? Remember oh. that last thing? <laughs> and it's like it, it, it was just the BMX portion. Like this yeah. game is shades of that with the tricks and the bike, and you you sitting there falling yeah, the off hack, the bike, but the hacky bike in only funny ways. <laughs> I know, but I know, but the hacky sack. Too. Yeah, yeah, that is, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. Was like the hardest event. <laughs> Epic. I miss them. I do. I do oh, miss them. Miss what, what was it? Lost. It was surfing. It was BMX. Yep. With hacky sack. Awesome. Hacky sack. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Yes. You had to skateboard down that uh, down the um, the sidewalk and not trip over stuff. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to California Games, man. I was like the, the uh, Lynx launch title. So I want to give out my, my dudes <laughs> over there at Take Media for, for replicating that feel. I believe the game comes out um actually comes out, I think it's Tuesday. Actually comes out or the fifth, something like that. So uh, be on the lookout for that if you're a fan of um that style, California Games, BMX, trick bike, that kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, we're gonna get into the poll. Last week's poll results are in. The people have spoken to the question with the recent release of CFDs and the rise of more games as a service. Should developers be held accountable when initial launch content might be considered minimal? The winner at 59% in a three-way ILP poll was the no. No content equals the games as a service game is unfinished. (laughs) Coming at second place at 27% was the games as a service is an evolving game group. And third place at 14% are shallows. I don't care as long as it's $10 in Game Pass group. 
<laughs> what do the Lords think about this real quickly? Lord Stig, what do you think about this? Then? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm tired of talking about the thing. I know, I know. Oh God. Look, I know. folks, folks, look, right here in the eyes. Look, <laughs> just because the game doesn't have enough content for you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it doesn't have enough content for others, mm-hmm. and that's yep. you know, the, the and I get it. If mm-hmm. if this game is not for you because it doesn't have enough content, I get it. It's mm-hmm. it's perfectly fine. I know people that won't play Madden anymore because they feel it's the same game every year. It it's mm-hmm. that's that's the logical. It's okay. It's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily like. <sighs> Some of the worst comments I've seen. <laughs> the disgust, I love it. <laughs> Some of the, the worst stuff. comments I've seen is that this game should be in or it should be in early access right now. Mm-hmm. Stop! Stop mm-hmm. it! Stop it! Stop! Look! Mm-hmm. Stop! The game should. The game is is not broken. Mm-hmm. The game is not unfinished. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a discussion about whether or not there's enough content, content. in it, that's fine. But. There are a lot of people. There is a reason mm-hmm. that it's leading sales in Europe, in Australia, and mm-hmm. it's likely going to show up on AMPDs next next month. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Because it's for a lot of people, it's a starting point. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, there's enough content right now that as long as as long as they know there's a roadmap, and and Rare has said this, Rare is on your channel, so they've mm-hmm. you know they've talked to you guys about this. This this the game right now is just a ton of fun with friends, even if it's repetitive, it's still a ton of fun. Yeah. And, and we we've had that discussion before, like how do you equate? fun you know when people are people are saying it's less content versus people who are actually enjoying the game and seeing that they are having fun can you negate that aspect and that's why i said it's one of the most polarizing games because you shouldn't be able to you shouldn't be able to because if, if there's a group that is legitimately saying i am enjoying every aspect of this game then it's it's accomplished what it needed to accomplish right. <laughs> and, and, the, and the sales look like it's reflecting what you're saying you know Lord saying yeah and mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, and I want to bring up a point because I like, I do like watching the chat room and mm-hmm. uh, irrelevant natives bringing up, you know, he says, objectively, it doesn't have enough content to boot. Mm-hmm. However, for some, it's fine. But right. that, that, that in and of itself mm-hmm. makes that not objective. Native, be quiet. No, 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 I told, but, but again, but again. But, how but, much content no, 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 no. it got native. Yeah, but, 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 for, but I get his point. Mm-hmm. I understand I know. it totally. He don't I be don't... on like that. He knows what <laughs> oh I'm talking God. about. And he knows that he don't, if, if he played five minutes of the game last week, that was enough for him. I got five minutes of content. Native, be quiet. <laughs> Shout out to Native in the chat. <laughs> That's my guy. Yo, native, so, hey, hey, Native, hit me up. <laughs> hey, I'll run with. I'll run with. <laughs> King is a fraud. I'll oh, run with him. I'll run. I'll run it with him. I mean, look. Yo, it, listen, it, yo, he gonna he gonna tell you about the Hulu last week. Shut up, native. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Hulu going down. <laughs> you, 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 
Because I called him out last week, and then he hit me up on Twitter, and he was talking about, oh, he, he took a screenshot of me watching Hulu. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I'm supposed to use my system for other things other than game as well. I said it was Sunday. I, believe, I was I believe watching it, Broad City. I believe, it's called, I believe they call it the Xbox One all-in-one entertainment system, right? That is true. Yes. <laughs> I was entertaining myself like he does on a Yo, lot of occasions. He said he see you on YouTube oh, Hulu I did all day I come into the realm and I start wars and then I, oh, back, out, and then I back out Treaty broken. Native, Look, I, I, you know I, it's the weekend and what I do on the weekend, Native, stop it. You know it's family time, cut it out. Look, I, I, I do understand. Look, it's the game and I'm not saying that the game does not need more content. I'm not right. saying that. I'm not saying that as it stands right now, three months down the line, if there's nothing new, that they're not going to bleed uh, base. I, I'm not saying that. Right. Uh, what I'm saying is, is that they have two million people playing this game and probably more by now. Yeah. They have that based upon what they launched. Yes. You have to you have to understand that that is impressive no matter what. Absolutely. I don't care how many people bought it versus how many people are using it on Game mm-hmm. Pass because remember, Game Pass makes them money too. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. it's $10 now and then $10 and then $10 and then $10. They're going to make their money on Sea of Thieves. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man, I totally yeah, agree with you. I, so to- I just, to- yeah, that's yeah, not to cut you. I'll just say, totally agree yeah. with you. We're we gonna go on for see if these, yeah, yeah, thank you. I, I'm sorry, no, yeah. it's cool, it's cool. But Lord Sav, we got to get this show rolling. I know we had so much nostalgia today, but, <laughs> my um, fault, totally. No, it's all good, Lord thing. Don't worry about it. So, we're gonna get this. Uh, a t- what's what's going on with the with the sun rays? Is there something going on with rays? What's, yeah, what's happening? Ray tracing, yeah. I'm gonna go. Because I don't want to bore too many people with my tech talk, but I'm going to fly through this quickly. Yeah, we'll so, fly through it. I mean, when it, when it comes to games graphics, I think it's safe to say that over this past generation, um, we've reached a point in graphics where it, it hasn't stagnated. But yes. it's difficult for a big developer to make a bad-looking game. You have to go out of your way to make a bad-looking game, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you, the talk is always, you know, what's the next step, right? Um with you know PSVR, that's it, you know it's a different route that some that people have taken in terms of expanding what what video games can be, right? And in terms of graphics, we haven't seen that big jump that we saw when we saw from eight bit to sixteen bit, sixteen bit to polygons, mm-hmm. um, and we've you know we've always been looking like what's the next step, right? Mm-hmm. So for a long time, it's been ray tracing, right? So the idea of ray tracing is that you take what what ray tracing does is it renders a 3D object mm-hmm. on the fly, you know, in the moment, um, taking into account everything that could be affecting it in the in the surrounding environment. So it takes into account lighting. It takes mm-hmm. into account reflections. It takes into account shadows and positioning. And it does this all real time. So what it does is present a very lifelike image. Now, the problem with this, like I just mentioned, is it has to happen real time. So right. it, it's never really been something that's viable for gaming in this day and age, right? right. Gaming in this day and age is rendered in, what's, in something what they call rasterization. Rasterization is a technique that basically takes 3D information and makes it 2D 
to be displayed on your screen, right? And then all the shadow information, reflection information, all that stuff is added afterwards, right? Mm -hmm. So the problem with that is that though it makes it easier for the systems that we have and own today to be able to do that, um, it requires a bunch of different techniques happening at the same time. Whereas ray right. tracing, although it's very compute intensive, it takes it requires a beast of a machine to do in real time. It all happens on the fly. None of that has to be computed outside. It, it, there's no other algorithm that's needed. The technique itself handles all of it and to great effect. So to this point, it's only really been used in movies, right? If we right. look at our, our favorite movies yeah, today, the our Avengers movies, movies and the MCU, exactly. Yeah, they use them. Exactly. Like any movies with big effects in this day and age can use them because, again, they use them for a specific frame, right? It's something that's recorded, it's put on, it's digitized, and mm -hmm. it's not something that has to happen in real time. So they can take the time that they need to make those effects look fantastic. And it's not something that that, that taxes the system, so to speak. Right. Um, for gaming, ray tracing has been around for a long time. Like ray tracing was introduced in like 2011, right? Mm -hmm. By Intel. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, um, you're right. And then it was even talked about when it came to, um, and it goes back to this cloud discussion, about utilizing the cloud to offput this sort of stuff, this sort of high computation stuff, mm -hmm. so that you don't have to do it locally, right? And it was talked about um, back when, like, the iPad 2 and, and, and telephones were finally getting to the point where they could display these high-end graphics, right? Right. So at this past GDC, Microsoft introduced what they call DXR, mm -hmm. um, and along with Intel. Um, and basically what DXR is is the first time you're implementing DirectX tools, I mean, I'm sorry, ray tracing tools mm -hmm. into DirectX 12. It's going to be part and parcel with DX, the DX12 API, meaning mm. that moving forward, it technically every game that utilizes DX12, which is basically any high end triple play, triple, uh, you know, triple A game coming down the pipeline, is going to be using it in some way, shape, or form. Mm. Um, they kind of announced it in conjunction with NVIDIA. Mm -hmm. um, indicating that NVIDIA has their own set of specific tools for this um, that they're going to be using in their new Volta GPUs, right? Gotcha. Now, all of this stuff is fantastic. If you guys have looked at anything having to do with ray tracing, they look. you see that uh, the Captain Phasma, mm -hmm. um, I think it's Unreal. I don't know if it's Unity or uh, Unreal um, demo. Mm -hmm. You can see that the next step is, you know, lifelike, images like stuff that looks like we're watching an actual movie um mm. for a long time it was you know does it look like pixar right and right. i think we've gotten almost to the point where we've passed that right? right so this is the next step the, the problem with it is that you're going to need a monster machine to run this right so this is interesting stuff for a couple of reasons one mm -hmm. it's microsoft and nvidia i mean amd is definitely in there and they're working with this but the fact that it's microsoft and nvidia and they haven't worked directly with nvidia in terms of the Xbox brand for for a long time. It's interesting to think about what can happen moving forward on the Xbox side of things. Are they going to be partnering with them, or is, a, is AMD going to continue their partnership with the, with PlayStation and with and with Xbox moving forward in the console space? So let, now, let me ask you a quick question, Soph. So as of right now, who is it baked in with hardware wise? Is it Nvidia? No, I mean hardware wise, AMD has a, a software solution for us. Mm -hmm. Um. Um. And they, they're probably going to be baking it into their Zen CPU, GPU combined stuff that's coming out. Mm. So in all likelihood, it's going to be baked in 
at the you know at the the metal level there. Right. Um, again, like I said with Nvidia, it's the the RTX. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's RTX, and it's going to be in their new GPUs. Gotcha. Um, but those are monster GPUs. Like a machine, a top of the line machine right now mm -hmm. cannot run that stuff in real time. Mm, see, that was my next question because I was going to just bring it for real time for the lords that are listening that are like hearing ray tracing. And I mean, we've heard these kind of, you know, term, techno terminologies before in DX12. I guess the question comes down to when realistically can we even say like next gen? Do we think with the next iteration of the Xbox One and the PlayStation 5 that these technologies will be able to be utilized like a fully ray traced game? You know I what I'm saying? Say, like, what do you think? I would say maybe next gen when we get to the mid cycle refresh, when we get to the X of next gen. <laughs> of next gen. <laughs> okay. I, so I, would still say, I would say it's feasible then just because pricing like you're gonna need a monster machine with these next gen gpus that haven't really even been announced yet mm -hmm. to to kind of run the stuff in real time i think mm -hmm. it it but this is the caveat though mm -hmm. it's being brought up now because mm -hmm. i think again go back to the cloud stuff mm -hmm. i think microsoft has figured out a way or is figuring out a way mm -hmm. that a lot of this stuff can be offloaded mm -hmm to the cloud and not necessarily be handled locally, right? So I, I don't know about an entire game being rendered in this form because again, like I said, it's very compute intensive, right. but I, I see stuff. And, and and again, when we talk about like, like crackdown and stuff like that, that's mm -hmm. mostly physics stuff. Like it's right. physics being right. handled. I'm talking about graphics rendering, you know, locally, whatever you see on your screen. Mm -hmm. um, that's a whole different ball game. Um, mm -hmm. The physics stuff, I think they, they've been working on it for a while. And I think that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. um, but who knows where they're at? I mean, I, again, it gets brought up because it's an exciting thing to talk about for what graphics are going to be at mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think they're kind of holding their cards close to their chest, and I think they're closer in some respects than others. Uh, but mm -hmm. like, I still don't see it being viable in a mm -hmm. console uh, for quite some time just because of, again, form factor. You need to mm -hmm. shrink this stuff down and price. Um, gotcha. I think 500 is the ceiling. And, gotcha. and that's, you know, it's going to be hard to give a system, you mm -hmm. know, especially, you know, when we're talking about maybe looking at next gen stuff, 2019, 2020, mm -hmm. I, I don't see it, but you never know. You never you know. know. I will say this, they'll be the first ones to do it. Mm, um, okay. Above Sony, above, of course, Nintendo. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> you don't think Grandpa Nintendo's up on ratios? Yeah, Nintendo I mean, didn't get up to 4K yet. <laughs> Leave him alone. Stop calling Nintendo. <laughs> Look, King, I know you've been uh, championing this tech to me, yeah. information to me for, for some time. You put me school in me. So what, what do you think about what was shown in demos of GDC stuff? Where, where are you at with this whole ray tracing? Well, as I watched the whole GDC, um, you know, I'm super all over that stuff. It was, it was, it was incredible. I like the way that Microsoft is uh, pushing the narrative. Did you see the new commercial from um, the Xbox One X? Uh, I'm going to shoot that over to you. Uh, mm -hmm. It's what I told you Phil was doing. I love Phil Silent Assassin. He's playing chest your lord uh, and savior i gotta put the hand up and i gotta oh. tell you man we are in church when phil is in and <laughs> playing this game man he's he's playing this game and he's playing it to win the, the power narrative is fantastic and he gives you little 
uh, breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he allows little stuff to come out mm -hmm. and the ray tracing. He's like, "Yo, listen, man. You know, we're pioneering this stuff." And they're like, "Yeah, okay, we heard about that before." He said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. Just shoot over the Star Wars demo using a real Star Wars." <laughs> that's, that's what he said. Where? Yeah, just just shoot that over to them. Let let them see what I I'm privy to in, in the vault. Let's slide that out to them. And my God. It when I saw it, it looked crazy. I, I thought it was real. I swore. I said, "Was this part of the movie?" I just, <laughs> I just been seeing Star Wars last week. I don't, I don't remember the scene. I said, "Was this part of the extras?" No, mm -hmm. real time, uh, uh, CGI, uh, graphics, polygon. It, it was, it was above and beyond what we are expecting to come from. And I know Sovereign is right. Do we expect to get that in a home system anytime soon? <laughs> Not at all. But what I would say is this. Remember, Microsoft has allowed um, a lot of the computations to come off of the disk because they embedded a lot of the stuff onto the graphics chip. All right. So remember, they have a lot of free cap space when it comes to uh, using uh, the horsepower. Maybe they find an algorithm that it can fit in there. They can remember their software company uh, to get this stuff to run at a base form on the system. That is an extra tool towards developers. I don't know. From my understanding, well, what I, they, they can run it on. Obviously, there's some um, aspects that it can be implemented. Not like, I guess, the full way. Not From fully, my, right? Yeah. Like, they still be like part rasterization, part, you know ray tracing right. and stuff like that mm -hmm. and that makes sense right. like when it comes to like like if you when you're rendering buildings and stuff like that right if it's not if you're not doing something that's destructible in the moment then maybe the building can be rendered that way because and you're going to see like you know crazy shadows and crazy textures on the building because there's nothing going on with that building in that scene in that moment that requires it mm -hmm. to, to have to be rasterized you know mm -hmm. so it, it, they, they, a lot of people are. They, that's what they're trying to do, like this mixed thing, where there's some rasterization, some ray tracing. Mm -hmm. um, full ray tracing, though. That that's where that's where everybody wants to be, and that's a whole nother. Yeah, we not that yet. that's a workstation. You guys yeah. do know that also mm -hmm. between between those guys, between Nvidia and Microsoft, mm -hmm. you know, Epic is also. Mm -hmm. They're 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 talking about bringing real time ray tracing to Unreal Engine this year. Mm -hmm. So to where that's gonna go is a good question. I yeah. think if if when we get to that point where mm -hmm. ray tracing is an entire uh, game construct, mm -hmm. this may be a time when you look at when you're when you're looking at a difference in generation mm -hmm. when, when we're not when we're not step stooling con uh, consoles anymore because mm -hmm. remember if you're going to maintain backward compatibility right. and a and a uh, an Xbox One X can't even run this mm -hmm. your next console can there mm -hmm. is no way you're going to be able to, to backward compatible to that. bring that yeah yeah so yeah. you're you're going to be talking about a uh, what people are now looking for which is a new gen Got right. you, got you. So because of the tech, the differences in, in, in the tech and getting that implemented would be so substantially different. You're saying what you're saying, those things, there's no way possibly that they're going to be able to forward. Because that's been kind of like Microsoft's mantra, right? They want to they want to bring it right. Bring, you you know, bring everything. Leave no through. console behind. Yeah. I, right. I got to disagree with Sting a little bit there, because the thing is, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're building all of this into DX12, which is which they've yeah. been using for quite some they're, time. Right. It, 
Mm -hmm. So I, I think they thought about that, right? I, I to me, their thinking is like, hey, we're going to build on this because if you think about it, how many true DX12 games have come out since they've been talking about it? Like, if we remember, if we go all the way back to the launch of the Xbox One, mm -hmm. and you know, Resolution Gate happened and everything, and the power of the system was in question, then people there were rumors about the secret sauce that the ES RAM, the ES RAM, yeah, the ES RAM, yep. And then when the when, when DX12 was going to get updated, they was going to blow the place out of the water, and it just that didn't come to pass. So the truth right. about it is that DX12 implementation across the board has been pretty slow. So I think if they're basing it on this, and this is going to be the, the you know the the, the you know, basement level of this stuff. I think they've thought about that. I, I don't know how they're going to implement it because uh, Stinger's right. Like this is a generational leap. It, sh it should be a night and day type thing. So mm -hmm. how do you figure that in? But I think they've thought about that. So well, uh, and and I and I'm sure they have. The issue is you can mm -hmm. only do so much with the hardware you have at the time. Mm -hmm. So how do they how do they get that? If this is targeting newer hardware which obviously it is and and mm -hmm. and companies do that they they target higher hardware but this is something that if it can't run on an, on an x for example in mm -hmm. the way that it can run on you know the xbox y or whatever they decide to call it what how do they how do they rectify that mm, and question. i just don't know you know and if we start talking about the cloud that's all well and good for <laughs> multiplayer games <laughs> i i it's all well and good for the multiplayer games, but how do you? No, you just mentioned the cloud, and I was waiting for Sovereign to be. Nah. Like, hey, <laughs> how, how do you do that you, cloud defending? Uh, right. How do you do that? How do you do that when you're taking your when you're taking your Xbox One X on to a submarine? Yeah, <laughs> ain't no cloud. Yeah. Ain't no cloud. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. There ain't no underwater internet. <laughs> like I said, this is good. This is good. Uh, good tech. Good stuff to yeah. see about the future. I love going. talking tech. Yeah, man. I remember when the Xbox 360 was was you know in its in its mid cycle, we started talking about things like procedural generation, mm -hmm. which is now a normal thing. But back then, man, you know when we when we played, uh, I think it was Morrowind, and they mm. used, um, uh, what was it called? The tree mm -hmm. uh, that could procedurally generate trees and foliage and stuff like that, and that was like yeah. the big thing because it took. It took resources, you know. It took it took those intensive resources that would normally have to calculate and draw those trees, and it and it it loosened it up a lot. Gave mm -hmm. power back to developers to do other things. So now you hear a lot about procedurally generated content. That's a good point. This yeah. is something that you know that that techies love to love to get into. This is just a little bit of a different um, mm -hmm. realm for you know, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely, absolutely, and this is good, man. We're gonna see what happens in the future with the with the sun rays, the god rays. <laughs> <laughs> Every game is made by J.J. Abrams. Love J.J. Abrams, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lord King, you are up next to bat. Sea of Thieves. What is going on with Sea of Thieves again? What's happening? Oh man, what I'm loving <laughs> is that I woke up to a patch. I woke up to an 18 gig patch just when I heard all the crap, the content and the content and the content. Listen, 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 listen. I'm having fun with my friends. Okay. So um what I've noticing uh is this 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 new wave, this new stuff. Destiny two 
did it wrong mm -hmm. as far as fixing things after the noise became too loud. Mm -hmm. You understand? And right. they tried to go fixing it after the noise was deafening and no one would hear them over the noise. Mm -hmm. So while the noise is starting to build, I'm noticing these new companies or these new games that are out, mm -hmm. they're fixing it as it goes. Mm -hmm. PUBG was hearing the noise and a patch come out the week later and a patch mm -hmm. come out the week later. It's night and day from the day of the launch, but that's a preview game. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. But, and some people will say Sea of Thieves is a preview game. Mm -hmm. I would beg to differ, mm -hmm. uh, but I will also say this. It's an evolving game. Is Thank it going you. to be the same exact game that it launched? I don't think so. I don't think with any MMO uh, in that type of frame would be the same exact game because it didn't learn anything if it was. So it's going to change, right? And these implications are changing week to week. Little patches here, little patches there. And I'm saying all these companies now, is Microsoft now and other companies, are they listening to you and getting these out in a timely fashion for mm -hmm. us? And is this satiating the crowd mm -hmm. to quiet the noise? Mm, it's a good one. It's a good one. I mean, it's definitely, you know, something right now that's uh, being talked about in the, in the community. Is that acceptable? And, you know, at the same, at the same time, I, we do know that, you know, these games as a service games tend to be something that are evolving, right? There's, there's something that has a foundation that when it first starts may be completely different, you know, six months to a year down the road. The question just comes down to, is this acceptable for you? And then for some people, hey, it's no problem. They're having fun. They're enjoying other people. They're like, nope, this is not enough content. And I really don't think it's a wrong answer to it. It's just, what do you like? I remember the original Destiny and the things, how it was back then in, in some of the systems that was in place. And then I remember, you know, the Taken King came out and it was almost like a complete overhaul and all this other stuff that went on. Again, it just comes down to the initial content. Do you like the universe? Do you, are you invested in that ecosystem? If you are and you like it, and I think with Sea of Thieves, they've got something really unique going on. There's really not a lot of pirate simulators going on. The foundation is there. The game does look beautiful. I do understand the complaints. You know, there's not enough content or there's maybe just the fetch, the fetch, the fetch quests are repetitive, blah, blah, blah. It's on you, you know? So it's up to you if you want to stick around with it. What do you feel, Lord Sting and Lord Sav? Sting, I'll let you go first. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks. Um, so welcome to games as a service. Yes. I mean, I, honestly. So yeah. I, 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 and, and name me the two games right now mm -hmm. that since they have launched mm -hmm. have continued to show up every month like clockwork on MPD charts. I'll give you two. Mm. Um, one, one's the big one. Is it Grand Theft? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the other is Rainbow Six Siege. Mm. Now, that's right. Every month, these are games that that start out in one position mm -hmm. and evolve over time. And you can you can say what you want about Grand Theft Auto, but Rockstar has perfected. Mm -hmm the ability to drop content into yes. that game and keep people going to an extent I've never seen before. Yeah. The sales they, reflect that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Good. Because you know, rainbow six siege six in the top 20 here and there. R Grand theft auto is routinely in the top 10. Mm -hmm. 
and they just introduced what racing they just introduced outright just straight up racing to the game for the yep. online yep rainbow six evolved over time from being just a very generic uh multiplayer non-single player uh game to a an amazing um experience that continues to add and, you know t- even though those even though these games don't show up uh themselves you you have to credit games like the division for doing the yes. same thing yep. so yeah the division was pretty shallow too at first you had the dark zone you had the 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 the, um, the main game but it was still the same thing over and over and over you ran into pve stuff you got in the dark zone and you kind of battle it out with other people mm-hmm. but it's it's what they bring to the table post launch that continues to have people playing it right this is where sea of thieves is this is yes. where this is where we're at the beginning of this adventure with sea of thieves and it's up to it's up to rare to uh, to add that mm-hmm. content, and if they don't, they will suffer. Mm-hmm. But it, it, they have they, this is bef- you know the the judgment. Uh, I don't want to harp on it too much because I harped on it earlier. The judgment on this game to me has been a little bit unfair, considering mm-hmm. those other games that are out there that are doing that. Um, you know, Elder Scrolls Online is another one. Uh, you know, we right. can go through. You know, this is where our industry is. This is where folks think they can make the best money, and Rockstar has kind of set the set the stage for it. Ubisoft, um, look what they did with Far Cry with Far Far, Far Cry Five. I looked at that game. I was watching uh, Nathan uh, do uh, stream that on our Twitch channel, and all I could think of is, damn. This looks like a reskin Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I don't yes. say that as a, I don't say that as and I don't say that as a knock on the game. Ubisoft mm-hmm. understands what that what they need to do with that game to keep it going, mm-hmm. and so you know, B Money saying kind of where I'm getting at. Ubisoft right now is is and, and Rockstar; those are the two. They're right now the best two yeah, uh, games of the service companies because Absolutely. they understand what the people want and they're giving it to them. And it's up to Rare to follow suit. Absolutely. Lord Sav, what's your feeling on it? I, I think to double down on, on what uh, Stinger said about specifically uh, Ubisoft and what Money's saying is true. And I think I, I talked about this a little bit last week when we talked about the tents and stuff. I think Ubisoft is poised to sort of take that, take at, at least, uh, you know, the, the, the people's champion crown away from EA <laughs> um, and Activision because of the way they handle these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still handle them like they're small games, even though they're these massive games that they continue to want you to come back to. But the way they handle, they give you single player DLC. They still give you a season pass, right? But then they give you modes that are more in line with what the, you, you would think of as games as a service, right? And then on top of that, they've been able to balance giving you stuff that's cosmetic with stuff that changes the game like when you look at rainbow six siege you get new operators and the new operators function differently right but what it's not a stat based thing right they give you they give you like different uh abilities and ways to go about things and i think that's where sea of thieves to me has to progress right obviously when you're trying to make a game that doesn't exclude anybody like right if i i could stop playing sea of thieves right now Mm-hmm. And the way it stands right now, if I come back in a year and go into that game, 
I'm not necessarily going to be behind anyone, right? I'm not in terms mm-hmm. of like progression and stuff right. like that. I can jump because right in. All cosmetic, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah. to me, what they need to do is figure out within game how you create that loop for people to keep coming back, right? Obviously, they already have the 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 the, the hoarding stuff about it, right? Right, the thieving part about it. That's what people <laughs> like. Yeah. have that. Even is that thieving yeah. and grieving? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they have that part down. Obviously, we have to fix her and stuff for like respawning and whatnot to not make it so cheap. Where you know you're continuously trying to kill the same dude. He keeps respawning on his ship, stuff like that. But I think that's where they're going to survive. And I think. At first, I kind of saw the the no progression thing as a detriment, right? Because you look at destiny, you look at um, you, you the look division at, um, is a big one, exactly. Yeah. Um, but what I see that they what they've done with this game, especially by putting it on Game Pass, where the the barrier to entry is possibly very low, mm-hmm. it makes it so it's always an appealing option to somebody that's not going to cost them a a super amount of time if they don't want to, mm-hmm. or a super amount of money if they don't want to. You're always, it's always going to be in a very inviting state. So it's just going to be a matter of the content supporting that um, and just making, again, creating that pirate world, whether it be like, I was thinking about things like, okay, like, you know, put people in a pub together, let them do, you know, whatever, drinking games or like (laughs) trying to shoot at each other or like, you know, stuff like that, like things like that to make the world feel more alive and make it feel more piratey. Um, exactly. Make it feel alive. And I think they'll be fine. And I, like I said, like if you bought it at 60 bucks and it's not what you expected, I, I can see that argument. I can see that argument, but I think the game pass model makes it so that that blow is lessened. And I think it's only going to serve to help the game in the future. I see this game in a year being something that we're going to be talking about a positive light, I think, and a really positive light, I think. Yeah. It, like I said, it's one of the f- most polarizing games, but it, it's definitely, I, I see both sides, you know, and yeah. I definitely, I understand, you know, I understand the, the group that's enjoying it, you know what I mean? And and having fun with, with, with all the stuff that's currently in the game. And I see the, the group that says, hey, you know, right now, it's not enough for me. And maybe as it continues to evolve, they come, they get all right into it and they get invested. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's a good, good topic, King. I know I'm, I'm keeping you on Easter. You got to cut soon. I know. Uh, man, I, I, don't, I don't celebrate Easter. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. I make sure I'm, I'm, not part of, I'm not part of the sweetness. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I <laughs> say this topic is good for us. Uh, nah, come, come hang with us, Hebrews. We're all right. We don't have to, we're good. <laughs> I can't. I, you, you can't eat any bread right now, but at least you can come hang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you we know what's a, the best part? Damn, I'm not eating bread right person. now anyway. So there you go. See? See, my, see? my tribe. Oh, there we go. Hey, we make, a, we make a great brisket. Come on. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Moving right along. I saved this topic actually for uh, Lord Sting. He's in the building, and I figured he would appreciate this. And I uh, also want to shout out to uh, Lord, our Lord Editor, Lord Sam Tobert. He's got a great article right now up on it, and it's the Atari VCS. The details... Mm have been revealed for the new Atari retro theme box. <laughs> so right now it's looking like, yeah, it's codenamed VCS. And um, 
Basically, the COO basically stated it's a new Atari device that's designed for today's living room. It'll include PC and online entertainment driven features. There's also going to be um, some retro aspects to it, like a retro box, micro console kind of thing that co consumers may want to do it. It has the whole, you know, Atari wood grain retro feel to it. Now, the specs have not been finalized, but we've been privy to some information. And um, looks like the performance will be comparable to a higher end PC laptop. It's supposed to be 4K HDR, 60 frames per second. AMD 86 processor <laughs> um, <laughs> on board in the expandable storage. She's got the, the, the Bluetooth bit, the USB the USB 3.0, yada, yada, yada. So, Wait, um, the, yes. um, Cognito, did you, did you mention a graphics card? In there? I, I did. I did not. I did, did not see oh, mention okay. the mention. Missing from the whole write up on the whole article that I read. You Actually, know why? Because they don't have one. Well, actually, it's going to be a AMD Radeon. Radeon? Oh, yeah. we getting exclusive from NLG? But is it? But Stinger, is it? Is it? Is it an SOC like everything, like a console, or is it going to be a like a? It's, from the from the look of it, it's going to have to be. I mean, this thing is tiny. Right. Mm. I don't know how it can. Supposedly, supposedly mm. that's all. That's all that was that was bled out. And that, that's actually not an NLG exclusive. That came from CNET. <laughs> um, but they don't. But that's all. The only other thing that we know, which mm. may drive a lot of the headroom down, is going to run Linux. Yes. Yes, that that I definitely and it's definitely supposed to be, you know, people ask about, you know, what type of will it what type of content will be, you know, the games and stuff like that. Will it be mostly retro? It's so they're saying it's supposed to be a variety of them. It's supposed to be uh, you know, the, the retro content from Atari Reimagined Classics. And supposedly they're working with game developers and content creators, you know, looking forward to sharing more details as they come soon. So my so hand is Swinging in the air. I'm, my hand is swinging okay. in the air. Look, looking. Based on the information that we have heard thus far, what are your feelings about the Atari VCS? There's no place in this world for it. All right? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know why they didn't just make a somebody. Y'all are a series of terrible decisions. Like somebody over there is in control and he needs to be put away. So straight jacket around him, get him out of the room. I I I really from the debacle from ET. It started all started with ET. This is where it went downhill from ET. Like when we found out about your burying cartridges, that was that 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 let you knew it was no returning. You've been trying to get your foot back in the door. Nobody wants you in the living room. It's over. All right. So, this is good old Atari. Dude. No, it's good old Atari. It's, it's gone. It's, you've been replaced. You, you, they try with that link. Kid. They try with it. Yeah, go ahead. Where, go where, ahead. Did, where, where did you learn to fly? Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. See, this is what I'm talking. You are part of understanding a series of terrible choices. Now, Dennis said he heard that there's a, a GPU inside the box. I heard there's not. So I'm telling you this. Scrap all of this crap. Scrap uh, it. Scrap this vaporware. Put this away. Sell controllers uh, for your app. Make an app 
<laughs> to play retro Atari games. This is where your money is at, right? Make an app for retro Atari games, put it on everybody's system, and sell controllers. Sell controllers that work with your games, and you can come out with some little marketing technique about it works best with an old school Atari controller. I don't care how you spin it. Do not put this crap out here. Nobody's buying it. Not a... You don't see it as a place because they, they said that they see it as a place that, you know, parents want their kids to play Netflix and I mean, watch Netflix and stuff like that. So this is going to be the, 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 the where the, literally the PC for your TV where the screen is your main it's interface. Shady you, you Acres. It's a place where old gamers go to die. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you this right now. This is your death package. That's your death package. They give you that when you're on your way out. Do not take that severance package. Stay far away from the Atari DCS. It's over. You're not capturing the magic. Somebody in here is Yes, the guy handing it to you has a black robe and a sickle. It's the death package still it, it, it's not viable it's not who they, you know what and they say they like to tell you stuff like uh 4k 60 frames per second they heard somebody else say it don't listen to them well, of course missile command can run at that i mean come on. you don't put respect on katari game kid you can't be doing this okay you know what you know what i'm a i'm gonna break it down this way sting are you buying it the Levity Snicket console? No. <laughs> yeah, all right, look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, I, <laughs> the nostalgia hit me for about five minutes. And, mm-hmm. and I mean. Then Common Sense walked in the door. Tell <laughs> Common Sense I said hello. Right. And, and, you have right, to part I mean, with $200. Are you buying it? Not a chance. All right. <laughs> See, that's Sovereign. Are you buying it? Not at two hundred dollars. <laughs> I, I don't uh, give give me a price that you purchase it at. They announced like you getting every. I don't care. Every would you buy it? You, you gave yourself the stipulations. Would you buy it? <laughs> it depends on that price. If they talking two two over two fifty, nah, I can't. Well, do so that. what's the price that you will purchase? Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, like it gotta be. But see, the problem is they've already locked themselves into this piece. Yeah, ecosystem. Kind of a okay. deal, so, so it's like forty nine ninety nine, right? You purchase the forty nine, right? And mm-hmm. someone has to remaster ET. Okay, ET. When you are seven years old, that game is great. When you are, <laughs> you literally <laughs> fell in the hole and you couldn't get out. Stop that! No, I, I have horrid. <laughs> Nightmares about that game. I purchased oh. that game. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, you don't want that that 64 bit 4K. You said we, wait a minute. Hold on. We we did the math back back then. Back then it was we did the math and and except for Tempest 2000. Yes. That now now. Whole, that was know, 16 that, bit system. That, it was not. It was, no, no, no. It was, that was it better. Was stepped on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> break it down, Snake. Break it down. No, that, there were like two and a half good games for the Jaguar. Oh, no. No, it didn't. We have horror stories about that system. Yeah. There was, there was Tempest Shout 2000. Out to Solo. 
It was it yeah. Alien vs. Predator, right? Didn't Alien vs. Predator, which mm -hmm. was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And um, Defender 2000. Alien, did you see yes. what Aliens vs. Predator looks like right now, Stinger? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, certain, you know certain games uh, uh, over time. Did you go back to really look at what you know what it is? I thought we were starving. You know how when you're sitting at a table and nobody feeds you, they've been feeding you like rice grains for two, three years, and then they actually put a piece of bread on the table. And you're like, oh my god, it's the greatest piece of bread that I've ever had in my life. Go back and look at that aliens versus predator and understand exactly why they gave you a giant toilet bowl as a cd player for that system um <laughs> it did look like a bidet that was that was a that was a that was a 250 dollars screensaver is what that was. <laughs> thank you uh, i'm listen listen i'm in the camp of knowing crap when i see it all right and i'm in that camp all right i know listen i will buy anything i have a wonder swan i have a wonder swan regular i have mm. a wonder swan color nice. and i have a wonder swan switch tell me you have listen. an engage yes of course i got that right, yeah there uh, you go I, could, mm -hmm. I couldn't sell it it's still it <laughs> why you have it <laughs> i tried to sell it, it just nobody brought it oh. <laughs> listen to me man is somebody over in this Sony camp? I don't know if it's Mark Tremol. I don't know who's all. I mean, in in this Atari camp, so look like Sony. Look, I want it to be something Sony. I want them to say they purchased these dudes. Um, somebody is controlling the purse strings over there, and I heard it was supposed to be crowdfunded or something. Yeah, Something's yeah, going on. Get into yeah. yeah, that's where they lost me. Just. Just, just go into the whole gist of this crap so we can really get past it. And I don't want to talk bad about Atari because it's like talking bad about your grandpa. Right? You know, like, I love grandpa. Grandpa is a beautiful thing for us. But when grandpa gets crazy and senile and he's running around naked in the street, we got to lock him up. <laughs> right now. Right now, he running naked in the street, and this is not a good look for us. <laughs> He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. Oh my lord! Little self, I'll let you finish this thing off, man. Yeah. Before we wrap I mean, up. just just to get into the weeds on to why this really is not a great idea, right? So, then, so first of all, yeah, the crowdfunded thing is it, it just shows you don't have confidence in what you're bringing to the table, and. <laughs> And nobody else had enough confidence in it to give you money to do it. That's one, right? That's, that's what that is. That's yeah, what that is. That's what that is. That's one, right? The whole Shark Tank. The whole the whole lack of a savage. The whole lack of a graphics card thing. You know what? For something that small, you you're looking at an SOC. The same thing as what you have in the Xbox. The same thing as what you have in the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. The thing with that is right. They compared it to a high end laptop these days, right? Mm. High end laptop these days, that, that's misleading because a high end laptop these days is running a desktop GPU. It's mm. not, it's nothing different to it, right? Mm. So right. let's say it's running a 1050 or 1060, right? So mm. it's capable of something in the range of, you know, vanilla Xbox One or something, vanilla Xbox One to, to Xbox One S or something like that, or mm. maybe PS4 Pro stuff. But again, this is something that's bringing the price up. Right. The price is a big deal for this because, again, they're trying to compete with 
other companies that already have stuff in this space. Like if you're talking about an all-inclusive 4K machine, like you know, you already have Amazon, you already have Apple that has yeah. these sort of these sort of all-in-one sort of machines that are still trying to give you gaming on that too. So you have people with more, and then when you look at Xbox and PlayStation, these are ecosystems that have a lot more robust offerings than they would have. So you're telling me now that you have, you're gonna have to create another storefront that I'm gonna have to buy from. <laughs> it, it's not happening unless you unless you get Steam and you get you get Steam and you get Netflix on board and you get. And may, maybe you get Microsoft on board to have the Microsoft store on there or something yeah, like that. Good luck with that. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's one of those things, like, you're going to have to convince people, <laughs> convince people that from the ground up, you built this thing that they should be confident in. <laughs> um, then you look at other stuff, like, you know, like, the Linux stuff is cool because it's open-ended. I know they had something where they were going to let people, like, mm -hmm. um, like, like a sandbox, so to speak, where they were going to let people, like, make homebrew and stuff like that. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. cool. But that leaves you wide open to, mm -hmm. to, to to blowing everything out and like and being a PSP and like people modding it left and right. So oh. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, there's so much stuff there. Uh, to be honest, man, this is what they needed to do. Yeah. If they were gonna do this, they should have gone the 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 NES Mini and the S NES Mini route. Make one thing. Give me something for like sixty bucks that has all the Atari Twenty Six Hundred games on it that looks like an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. A one-shot deal, and then the next well, they, year do it they with have the that. They have that. Yeah, but they, I mean a real one, like a real <laughs> one. <laughs> what they got, Steve? They got the the um the the anniversary edition. They do have that actually. <laughs> no, 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 serious, no, 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 I'm serious. You can buy. It's called the Atari Flashback. You right. can buy really? it. It's got. No, no, yep. We've seen these. I've seen these. The one, but yeah, it's not. Is it the stuff. console or is it just like I know that some that have the controller and the and the games are all in the controller. No, 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 no. There's a um, it's called the Atari Flashback uh, Eight. It has 105 okay. games. It's 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 a plastic version of the console, but it said it's got two regular regular joysticks. Um, it's it's an emulator like everything right. else. It's the same company that makes the Genesis one and the um, uh, they have like a, a handheld version. Um, you know, and honestly, they do make the Flashback classics for Xbox, PS4. You can get these games on on a console. Yeah. console. Mm -hmm. yeah. no, absolutely. I, no, I ain't gonna lie though. If they got some links games, I might have to take it, a double look. If they, they want to sell you to me, if they want to sell you on the nostalgia of their brands and the things that they have, I think that's the way to go. And then, like next year, you could do a fifty-two hundred because not, not many people had a fifty-two hundred. And then seventy-eight hundred. Then an, and an you know an, an Adam or something like that. Like you know, like I think if you're gonna do that and you're gonna charge that much money, you are going to Atari is gonna have to remaster these games. Yes, mm -hmm. like they're yes. gonna have to bring new versions. Yeah. Yes. Like a new, you know, it's one thing to just throw Centipede from the 1980s onto this thing and charge you 250 for it. They're going to have to do like they did. Like the Dreamcast has mm -hmm. a a 3D version of Centipede that they remade. They're going to have to remaster that and bring it. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to make new games. You know, make this yeah. the console. Make this the console that you bring your test drive unlimited back on. Right. Make this the console that you take that you get into your. This would work. So mm -hmm. this would work if you Atari's IPs mm -hmm. are pretty vast. People people don't remember them because again, mm -hmm. they're not as you know. We're talking about in the seventies and eighties. Absolutely. But 
you know, they had games like Adventure. They had game. They had combat. Imagine bringing a tank combat game back into this era. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, imagine taking some of those IPs that you have and remaking them for today. Imagine right. a brand new three-dimensional uh, breakout. You know, yeah, those yeah. are games. Now, you do that, and that's where your games go. Mm-hmm. You could sell that. Lord King is not there with you. I said it. I said it. No, no, hold on, though. No. I mean, they, they did say they're going to be remastering these games, so they're going to they, they plan on bringing them forward. <laughs> oh, God. I'm dead over here. I am so dead. Nobody <laughs> buying no breakout. No, 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 wait, no, hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. Tell me, tell me, tell me you would not jump at a brand new Asteroids or a brand new Missile Command. Or a combat. King's the wrong one to talk about, about this. Wow. Yeah, no, that's where we I'm not jumping because we have those games already. They're just under different monikers. I'm telling you. Who makes the Asteroids I, clone? Because you know why it's not good to have a new Asteroids? Shooting rocks is not fun. Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> That's not fun. So what they did was they say they say <laughs> they said they said they put it in a, like a star commander thing, and you go from a uh, place to place and world to world. It's called No Man's Sky. All right. Now, great <laughs> segue. <laughs> the way, by the way. Was, oh, yes, yes, and it's coming out on Xbox oh. and 4K uh, native. Uh, 60 frames per second. The whole package. We, you know, the PlayStation guys previewed it, and we got oh it out of the preview program, go. and we got there the whole go. package. Is the Asteroids Two, No Man's Sky edition? <laughs> listen, listen. Those antiquated games are not in this marketplace. I don't want to hear about no new Pitfall. I don't want to hear about what? none of this stuff. It's called what? Tomb Raider. It's called Tomb Raider, and we got it already. We don't. Oh we do not need this old. Listen, Grandpa is running around naked, oh and we gotta God. stop it now. <laughs> okay, we gotta nip it in the butt. We, we, <laughs> you we can't be a brand new pitfall, man. Do you think it's just because? Oh, shout out to Eggman in the chat. He said it's old Giza Lord podcast. <laughs> 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 The thing is, do you think, Lord, say, we ask you an honest question, like, because Anchorman actually made me think about it, which is like, do you think because we have this close attachment to these companies and these games and these brands that we are not thinking outside the bubble where, like, a younger generation, like a Lord Addict and these kids out here would not even care less? These these titles would not even have that same meaning to them. Do you think that maybe we may be kind of living in a vacuum a little bit? I think what we're living is in in a uh, a world where. Handheld now mm-hmm. that, that they hold your hand from start to finish, and they you know they pat you on the butt when you do well. That people, I don't think people could handle a Yars Revenge these days. I think they would they would play it for five seconds ago. I don't know what I'm doing, and then they would <laughs> then they would stop because mm-hmm. we are so trained. We are what what just happened? You there? I can't hear you. Okay, no, no, mm-hmm. we we have a visitor. Are there? Oh, we got a we got a visitor there, uh, in the building. Is that? There- is I heard that there were, Lord Worry? 
I heard there were naked grandpas here. I can't even get him. I can't even get him on my show. And here he comes running to the Iron Lord. <laughs> Debuting into why, the realm of the Lord. Lord, Lord, what are you doing, sir? That's why I did this because I knew it would make Mike have a heart attack if I joined. <laughs> <laughs> before, before Damn you! <laughs> so we're talking about Atari, Lord, Lord. Did, did you why? hear BCS? <laughs> <laughs> tell him, tell him why. Tell me why. Tell me. Come on, let's let it go. Love, what are your thoughts on this? You, you, like, you have OG fade. I liked Atari a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I have certain nostalgia for them, but uh, it's 2018. <laughs> I don't know what they would do to get me to buy a. Uh, how much is that now? Three hundred dollars? Or well, right now they, they're still no, trying no, to determine no, the price. No, yeah, they're still trying to determine the price, but they're trying yeah. to go with this whole PC with a Linux OS and. Also a Linux? retro, yeah. Also a yeah, retro uh, console feel. So, you know, what you know, that about the old games that came out. So what? What are they gonna? What, so it's running Linux, but it's gonna run PC games off of Steam. Uh, no. Yeah, well, we have no idea. They haven't said anything. They haven't said anything about that. But you would assume that they'd get Steam on there. But yeah. No, I would. I wouldn't assume that. Who knows? <laughs> they should I'm get Steam on there. Tell you, if this thing was made by Apple, worried be all over it. Oh yeah, well, yeah. yeah. He's Absolutely. Guy. Absolutely, you're right. I, I, have, I have no desire. I really don't have any desire to buy the Atari box at all. No. Thank um, you. That you were, is look, four that, people that ain't buying it. This is what this, this is what I'm talking about. They don't have a market. Do you think they have a market? What would the market be? Yeah, that's the Thank question. You. Yeah, that's the question. There is and, no market. Wouldn't it be better if they were an app? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Well, the, the, the they, there wasn't a there was a there is an Atari app where you could play all the old games if you download the app on you know Android, Apple, iOS, whatever you have it on. They have that. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. They have. Uh, there, there's an app. There's a mobile app now where you can play. You know, you can play Asteroid, Centipede, Missile Command. You can play nice. all those old games. I'm on their website playing them right now. Yeah, <laughs> Atari.com. So what, what would be the point of buying a box to play them then? Thank you. Mm, that's a good point. These my point was my point was remaking. If they were wanting to be successful, if they if right. they wanted a formula to be successful with sell it, me on that. They no, would have me. they would have to dip into their catalog and remake some of these games. You know, we talk about we don't want remake old games, what? and yet hold on, we talk about we don't want old games, yet we're buying the latest Tomb Raider anyway. How old is Tomb Raider? But it's you not know? it's not Tomb Raider from PS One. It's a brand new Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not Atari you, how, old, how, though. How would you make a brand new centipede? <laughs> well, my, so in the Dreamcast day, they did it by turning it into a 3D game. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it doesn't sound like it would work to me to play no, a, a yeah, centipede or a missile command or. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let me let me ask you, let me ask you this, little worry. What about from a standpoint of? Just if, if if they came from the the standpoint of just attacking. Well, hold on, hold on. Before you ask me that, I'll tell you what will work, uh, Stinger. Me. I'll tell you what absolutely will work for Atari if they do this. If you can buy an Atari box and it comes with a naked grandfather, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a day one buy. You made that thing like, happy. Listen, listen. And then and then what you do is you open the front door and just let them run down the block, nigga. Right. right. <laughs> 
Because when you're old, you can do whatever you want. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares, right? So oh, needless God. to say, this does not appeal to Lord Worry from a standpoint of even from a retro console. If they just went that route, we wouldn't even be exactly. interested. I, I'd gladly pay for a, well, they have a compilation on the console. Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I think they came out with an Atari retro console a, a few years ago. Let's yeah. go. Um, Flashback. It, it actually looked like the 2600, I think. Yeah, it was the old one. It, they were selling it, and that's the reason why Toys R Us yeah, went out of business. They bet heavy on that Atari crap. <laughs> they went out of business right along with Atari. Oh, now Lord. they go fund me too. I thought what was interesting in the, in the press uh, statement. I got the, the press guy. He gave he gave me some some documents that I was privy to. And it's kind of funny because some of the questions that they were asking, it was like, you know, some people have complained about the pricing. Why is it closer to the game consoles? You know, as far as the, the current ones, as opposed to the micro consoles. And then they asked them, you know, what truly sets Atari VCS aside from these other consoles? And the answer, no lie, gentlemen, is it's new and it's from Atari. Yeah, was their response to the press. Like their name holds weight. Like they name bells. <laughs> like like they've been ringing bells these this these last couple of years. Yeah, the wrong bells. You've been ringing them gong bells. Like <laughs> good for business, man. Ever yeah, since man. EP, it's they been know. bad business. And it just showed me that statement. Just showed me a little bit of how out of touch they are. And um, it was I'm just I was shocked. Like I, I showed uh, I showed you know the other lords a couple of these uh these questions that were asked by the press. You know, to these guys at the GDC, and it just to 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 have the audacity to have that kind of a statement. It's new and it's from Atari, so you should want it. Yeah. And I'm just like, it remind me of when your parents say, "Cause I said so." <laughs> <laughs> Lord Snake, what did you feel about Atari's new attitude coming out? Snake, you there? Who, who are you asking? I'm asking Snake. If he, yeah, he's still there? Oh, he just, we lost him for a little bit. He got he got here? trapped in Atari world. <laughs> <laughs> he got stuck in his I think he's muted. I think he's muted himself. I was told that I was muted. There you go. Yeah, apparently, though, you guys didn't like me talking about Atari because I said you've been muted. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you feel about that, that, that statement? <laughs> guys, uh, we, we're, we're old and we suck now, so please, you know, buy our yeah. stuff. Of course, we're gonna, of course, you're going to do that. Everybody does that. Um, look, they're, they're, they're going to play on their nostalgia. I, right. I get it. I, my point wasn't that. I'm going to buy this thing because I'm expecting them to do this. Mm-hmm. I was asking the simple question of, would you want that? that would I was saying that, that Atari strategy to work mm-hmm. for Atari strategy to work. They've got to dip into that catalog and remake these games for a modern time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they could just put missile command and, and lunar lander on this thing and, <laughs> and go to town. I'm saying that they would have to do what they did. What, like I said, I use Centipede as the example. When the Dreamcast right. came out, they, they brought Centipede out. They didn't just throw Centipede on the screen. They made it a 3D adventure game gotcha. that was a little more open world. It was, mm-hmm. you know, you did things. You, you you didn't just 
shoot at stuff coming at you. Right. That's the kind of thing that they would have to figure out how to do mm-hmm. for a modern console if they were going to try to make that work in this market. Otherwise, so, I'm with Lord King, we don't have a pl- – there's no place in the in – the, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm not really up on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Is Atari trying to be relevant in the modern console space, or are they just trying to make a nostalgic console – that you can also maybe play some PC games on. Actually, low words, I mean, what, I what are the specs of, of this both? Thing? Yeah, the, the, I, they, I think it's a combo. It's a combo because it's not just a retro console. They're actually trying. They they're saying when people are asking them questions about you know the games, they say no, it's a, a completely new Atari device designed for today's living room that would include PC and online entertainment driven features that distinguish it from other. Products. Are there any are there any specs on the system? Yes. Well, what we have right now is a uh, performance will be comparable to a higher end PC laptop, 4K HDR 60 frames per second, AMD X86 processor, onboard and expandable storage, and then you know there's still no talk of a of a video card per se in the initial document. But according to Lord Sting, you know he, he's what you said. Uh, you said it would definitely be was it Nvidia? I what you said. Nvidia Radeon or AMD Radeon. Radeon, right. So that that's what we're hearing right now. So there are some specs. They're saying they're still going to finalize it as it comes. You know, as we get closer to April, and that's when they are supposed to have well, a public pre-order date. Whenever, April. whenever we've had four consoles in a generation, one has gone bye-bye. So I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna work. How's Microsoft gonna survive this? How Microsoft Yo, did the dementia just spread into your headset? Did you just gain dementia by proxy? I knew what I the hell is going on here? I had to do it. <laughs> like, I, I, I literally was I looking at a 4K image, and, and, and I. Just, <laughs> I, 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 oh, I can't. Yep. The dementia is spreading. <laughs> it is spreading. You, you got to stop this. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Move on, bro. I don't even know why we're entertaining this topic. Because... <laughs> Let's shout out the little Viper Strike. You because... said they tried to replace the Ouya. Right. That's how it's <laughs> because it's Atari, and you'll put that respect in that name. That's right. That, yeah, that's it's, what they yeah. said. Put that respect on it. They haven't put respect on their name. Don't leave that alone. Look, gentlemen, we have. Like, you know how Nintendo comes out with their retro consoles, and older mm-hmm. people in gaming now still remember the old Nintendo games, and they do well. I don't know if there are enough older, older, <laughs> older people who are going to see an Atari and, and back it. I don't know. That demographic may be gone already, huh, Lord? Yeah, yeah we're, we're ready to die now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might see that package and start running naked because oh that's God. the death package. And on that note, we got a grandpa when all games are off. All are off. <laughs> we're gonna move on, Jess. We're gonna skip the uh the, the No Man's Sky time. Obviously, we know what's going on. Obviously, uh, No Man's Sky and um, a couple of PS. Well, how many of you guys are buying it? I am. I'm I am. For it. I'm, I'm getting a, it. I, I, yeah, I'm actually going to get the finished product. <laughs> oh. I'm getting it only because the, of that. Oh. I'm going to get it for that next uh, DLC because it's having that free update. There's supposed to be yeah. a lot of game changes that's happened since then. There's about like yeah. two or three updates. And it has so, single player. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know, right? And, well, well, I wonder if you'll be actually able to meet other adventurers in the game. Well, I, you I don't would know. be on Xbox servers. Oh, uh, continue, continue, Lowry. Rolling, rolling. Good, Lowry. What you said? 
I, I don't think that uh, you'll be able to meet people only because of the fact that I played it when it came out on the PlayStation, and it's just there's it's so vast that it's hard to meet people, mm-hmm. which is kind of a benefit and a weakness to the game. Gotcha. <clears throat> because you do want to be social with it, but I don't know. I'm not really a big on social gaming anyway, so the single player add on to me was something i'd be into it's it's more of what i want out of sea of thieves where i can just go out and explore on my own Mm -hmm. and discover things Mm -hmm. so i'm a little bit more excited for that i'm actually xbox i agree i'm actually interested lord sting what's your feeling on it are you interested i'm not sure i mean Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't bite on it on the uh on the playstation i wasn't it seemed like a walking flying simulator Mm -hmm. and yeah I, i wasn't I wasn't keen on it then. I'm not sure I'm keen on it now. Okay. I think, see, it, it, if you really wanted to to make this work mm-hmm. uh, for me, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, after a couple months, I might put it in Game Pass. You put it in Game mm-hmm. Pass, I'd give it a look. It'll That's be a good there. Point. It'll be That's there. That's a good point. That's actually a good point. What Lord Soft, what do you feel? Yeah, Are you not, interested? Yeah, like I, I didn't fight on the PlayStation. and It's one of those games that I... I I don't have time to, to play structured games that much, so um, mm. a game where I have to make my own fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard it. for me to get into, but I may I, I may have it by proxy anyway because I think I think Kaibatsu is getting it. Yeah, yes. Kaibatsu is probably gonna get it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Lord King, are you, you you happy that the beta testing period's over? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't game share, so I don't get the benefit of all the free stuff. But what I do is I sit back and I watch and I listen to all the stuff that people talk about. And the game did have me excited for the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And then once the game came out and embargo lifted and they said they didn't find a single soul (laughs) playing the game. I said, well, maybe there's no one that purchased the game. (laughs) I was like, no, a lot of people purchased it because I've seen a lot of complaints. Right. (laughs) So after a period of time, I always kept my eye on the game uh, because I was interested in the game and then I've seen it It turned, it morphed it morphed into what the developers were trying to initially get to us and I think with the next update they're getting closer to that reality of that grandioso thing that they was talking about. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that on different servers that actually work and that's oh, never down um, and it, this is not going at Sony. We mm-hmm. all know that they're using PlayStation 2 servers. Okay, we're going to get past that part. But <laughs> what I'm saying is now you're a proponent of power, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With the power of the cloud. <laughs> Maybe we might see two or three space travelers in the galaxy, and, and, and that way it be. Well, they be did add, I'm not gonna play a single player mode. They did add a new. They did add a new planet to the game for the Xbox that you, that you can visit. The planet's called DX12. DX12. You can mine for ray tracing. Yeah. I'm done with you two. I could not have you Awesome. Uh, <laughs> with you guys. I mean, I'm definitely interested. I mean, the next thing, uh, the DLC called next. It, it actually has some stuff in there. Foundation update, Pathfinder update. We'll see. Let's we'll see how it goes. So hopefully, I will say this. It's depending on how it's priced for me. Because if they try to $60 it, I don't know. I have to agree with Sting on it's that. Out of the preview program is going to be sixty. You didn't get. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can stomach sixty <laughs> for it. It's still sixty dollars on the PlayStation Network. Wow! Wow! 
Wow. Well, we they're know they don't sell drop it. Price. Yeah, they're gonna sell this at full price. That's why I said if if they don't put this in the game pass, I don't know. I don't know how well it's gonna do. Honestly, I mean, yeah, there's some people that are that are that have been pining for it. You know, yeah. like the like little little Johnny who wrote him the letter. Oh my lord! <laughs> oh yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, please yeah, make yeah. please make Xbox please make it for Xbox and hit a home run for me. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> You savage thing, right? You know, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. And, yeah. You know, his business partner probably wrote that note. <laughs> um, you know, I, exactly. There's, there's a few people that are going to buy this because it's 4K. It's going to be HDR. It's going to be enhanced with the X. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the game also launched what two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. I mean, how, how. Much are people really pining for this game? You are talking about games that launched almost fifty years ago, and you want to update? But their games, I'm not talking about me a two year old game that said, "I don't think I'm interested." I give up. Look, hey Mike, do I fall? Can I fall into a pit in this game? Hey, if it took if it took No Man's Sky two years to mature and add content to it, I'm thinking of Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll see Sea of Thieves on PS5, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said PS5. <laughs> <laughs> the dementia is <laughs> somebody. Sweaty, somebody's man. grandfather is naked. There's another naked grandpa running around. Oh, God. Yeah, we got to wrap this thing up. We got a lot of, uh, lot of people got responsibilities. But um, yeah. just to finish up real quick, um, new ILP poll this week in tune with the topic. <laughs> with the recent release of the uh, PlayStation exclusives like No Man's Sky and Hellblade now coming to the Xbox platform, does this give you extra incentive to pick them up? A, no. Been there, done that on PlayStation already. Hellblade B. is a great game, though. You Hellblade's great. Yeah. yeah. You play it. Yes, but only with enhancement or extra content. Or C, I don't care unless it's a bigger Sony franchise. <laughs> <laughs> that is the question. Those are the choices. Please. Oh, you should, have, you should have D. What's oh, this? I mean, you should have, you should have, you should have I'm getting it to spite Sony. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Please rock the phone uh, and hit the ILP Twitter pose off when it goes up. Views expressed by uh, Lord King do not necessarily reflect, reflect the opinions of the ILP. <laughs> Lord Stinger, an oh absolute pleasure. Oh, this in the has been, realm. oh my God. This, this has been fantastic. And, uh, <laughs> You know, if we keep going a little longer, we can hit that three-hour mark, boys. <laughs> oh, you gotta kill me! You gotta kill me! I got Easter dinners to do. <laughs> but absolute pleasure, uh, man. Thank NLG, you guys so huge much. Huge respect, huge respect, man. man. Love what you guys are doing. Love the retro stuff. Love that you're educating the youth out here about what gaming is supposed to be about. And we had to make the treaty happen. We Love did. Do when? Can, where can the five people find you? And obviously, we know uh, NLG. No, no one, no none tonight. But what you know, no, we won't be on right. So we won't be on tonight. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in and out of uh, respect for the Easter holiday and the folks who are who are uh, mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. Um, we are. You'll find us on Twitch mostly, which is uh, Twitch.tv/slash/og underscore nl gaming. And we could also, if you also follow us on Twitter at og underscore nl gaming, we post a lot of that stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on our podcast is Sunday nights. 
mm-hmm. from uh, 9 p.m. to roughly two in the morning. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know, we're usually on until about until about 11. Um, That's and, right. Uh, you know, we uh, we need to we need to bring the Iron Lords to our kingdom. Absolutely, tonight. Lord, that has to happen. That man. has to happen. Sunday is the Lord's uh, day. You know, yes, it is. We, we have to make that happen. Yes. Also, super shout out to Lord Worrywart in the building, yes. man. Such a pleasure to have him on. Thank you. Huge fan great opinions on Twitter, man. Lo- love his takes on stuff. Lord Worry, where can the fine people find you? When can we? Can nowhere. We Don't look. On? Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere. His alter ego, his alter ego, Speederman. I will be nowhere. I will be on. On Twitter, no. and then that's it. And that's it? Nowhere, Sky. <laughs> no gamer tag. No, no nothing. My gamer tag, Worry Wart. My uh, dog shit channel, Worry Wart. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. Which we love, man. Please follow this guy on Twitter, man. Great, yes. great, great perspectives on gaming. This guy's been around. He knows what's going on out here. And I'm I definitely... old. I can't wait for that Centipede remake. <laughs> <laughs> He's in life. First and now, wait. Michael Monkey Punch. There he is. Lugo, bring back Pit Fighter. My man. Yeah. My man. I'm with that right one. there. My man. That was, the first, that was like first digitized kind of graphic. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so good. Oh, Game God. Was so it good. was so horrid. <laughs> <laughs> it was good on the links, too. I had it for the links, too. But <laughs> oh. well, once again, shout out to Lil Worry Work, man. Much appreciated, man. Good to see you active out here in these gaming streets. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Sovereign, where can the people also not find you? You're also Illuminati. Where, where can the people not find you? Not next week. Next week, I'm going to be online. I got to finish this way out and play some CFD. So I'll be online next week. But um, yeah, big shout out to Lord Stinger and Lord Warrior Ward for, for joining us on this geriatric edition of the Iron <laughs> Podcast. You really, you really, this is really a geriatric version. Two 70 year olds. <laughs> You can catch me on PSN Xbox Live or BX Sovereign, and uh, I'll be online next week, man. I gotta finish this a way out. Thank you for blessing us with your online presence. It's it's always (laughs) a pleasure (laughs) to have you as a guest on the Isle of. (laughs) (laughs) Lord King, money making gamers. What is it? What's what's the (laughs) joke? Getting money gamers. Getting money. <laughs> yep, will be updated, Lord. It will be updated. Uh, Where can the five people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, what is it? Snapchat, everything. Yeah. Everything right now. about now. It's 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 gonna get crazy because it's gonna be on Portal and all this other stuff. This week we're at PAX, guys. And yes. what I would like for you to do is I would like if you're interested in any game and you would like me to capture any footage mm-hmm. on any specific game, hit me in a DM on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I will definitely take the time out to get at least two to three minutes on your game. Absolutely. Uh, give you an overview on the game. Sundays is gonna be our run through game, mm-hmm. run through day. We are fully booked uh, from oh, yeah. the awesome. day we get there. We're going to hit the ground running. Work. <laughs> yes. I'm so, so proud of you guys. So, um, I, I'm raising my hand unless, in case you can't see me, I'm raising yeah. my hand here. I want, I want, the messenger. Uh, I want King and Attic to specifically focus on Switch games. Um, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta, give me a couple we, minutes on that Atari VCS. <laughs> yeah, the VCS. <laughs> Listen, if it's at the show and you and you inbox me, I will mm. make a 
permanent note in my brain, and I will write it down. I will go to your game, and I will definitely oh, actually, talk about actually, it. Actually, there's a request in the chat. Little Viper Strike says, "King, go find and check out Lightfall." So that's the all request. right. Um, hmm? hit me on Twitter like I just told you, <laughs> and then um, I will take note because I'm not taking note right now. See, I told you that. <laughs> follow, <laughs> follow, follow direction. Damn. 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 Listen, Viper knows he follows me. I follow him back more than likely. That's 100%. Mm-hmm. Hit me in the DM. I got no you. Doubt. Right, no doubt. That's definitely it. We will, Lords will be there. Also, I want to, uh, before I forget, I want to salute, salute to our good friend, Lord Eric Jacobus, for landing the role of Kratom for God of War. We are very proud of him. He's a certified gamer. Check out ILP number 33. He was on the show. This guy is retro to the core. He knows his gaming. This is one of the best stunt guys. And he can beat you up. So oh, yeah. He's one of the best martial artists. He will beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> he's super humble. He's done a lot. The entire Tekken move list. Go check out his channel. Eric Jacobus, salute, man, for landing that relationship with Santa Monica Studios and being the new cradle for the generation. These kids are not ready. It's going to be good, man. So last but not least, like Lord King said, the Lords will be in uh, Boston and PAX East. There's most likely not going to be an ILP next week because of traveling and schedule like that. But we got some surprises cooking, like Lord King said. So please stay tuned. It's going to be fun, y'all. And everybody There's in- not going to be a uh, podcast next week because this week you had two seven-year-olds. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, hey, also, um, like, I'm no. going to be tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be posting up uh, the new t- T-shirts yes. on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hit me in the DM. Uh, price and stuff will be inside there. I got you. Uh, it's nice. going to be the PAX exclusive T-shirts, so it's nice. definitely going to be something that you definitely want nice. to watch. New Do we got anything for the, for the geriatrics too? We, we got anything? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got you. We got you. Listen, we want to put respect that on the community. I am branded depends. As you can see, my t-shirts, my, <laughs> my t-shirts last, gentlemen. Woo! My t-shirts last 20 years plus. We're gonna, I'm good. We're going to put a t-shirt on Grandpa so he's not running completely naked. <laughs> Free advertisement. <laughs> and on that note, we are out of here. Enjoy your Sunday. Happy Easter. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. Have a good night, y'all. Man, play on, gamers. Peace. <laughs>